So today, we have a new dawn, I suppose. We're not in the jungle, everyone. <gasps> yes! Ah, oh, I can breathe out gills. We've left Wongi. Are you happy? I'm so happy. Are you excited? I'm a little excited. Are you uh, pleased to be home back in Breach Hill? Two of you and a new friend in Breach Hill, which is not in any way your home, but I mean, you're... Technically, you're chilling. currently don't have one. Yeah, well... I suppose about as close as you're gonna get then. For now. Here, take these session rerolls. We get little coins. Pass these down the table. And uh It is your wages, thank you. JT, that right there is a hero point that you can use at uh at any that's a session reroll. Session reroll, which is like a hero point, but you get it every session. So, like, use it, use that first. Because it says to use it or lose it. Gotcha. For right. today's adventure, to let you reroll one d20 roll yes. at any point. And then also, as a follow-up on top of that, as we're starting this off here, I have this magical little mimic of ours. Hold some glorious coins. Marshall, you can't start off without a hero point. That's illegal. From Arcadis. Pass this down the table to him as well. Yeah, I go. You're so a you good got, man, Arcadis. You got two of those. You got oh, two of those. So you. that one will stay with you Forever. until it is spent. Forever. The Only silver coin. <laughs> Forever. If you're if you're uh, if your buddy here, you can just never use it and just have a dragon. Oh, so it's a gift. Okay. I a gift from chat. Yes. Or you can yes. use it whenever you would like. Got it. I've heard. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. They are resources <laughs> that you know <gasps> I can just be realized. spent. Instead yeah. of hoarded yeah. forever. Yeah. And I can sure go back and see Zerk and Sniggles. Yeah. You probably walk past them on your way up from the from Citadel Altarian. So as we begin our adventures today, it has been a few days since the final events of the Cult of Cinders. Since the three of you made your way back through Hunter's Gate, through that magma tunnel and into the basement of your castle and also this ring. You made your way back home to Breach Hill. Well, there were four of you when you came back, but uh, we're about a week later now. It is, let me double check, the 10th. The 10th of Gazrin. A warm fire day morning as the spring is really starting to come into its own here. The cold of the winter finally leaving. I open Kados back up again, because uh, red pretty resume. <laughs> you have been chosen by my toddler <laughs> nephew because pretty red lady. Aww, thank you, nephew of Red Doll. Take this from Deadly Doll. Deadly Doll's nephew. Deadly Doll's nephew. Mm -hmm. S versus X. To the pretty, <laughs> pretty red lady. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that a sugar mommy? Just kept funding him coins. Chad has many. So, as our day <laughs> begins here, Hunter's Gate secured, the Cinderclaw cult all but destroyed. Somewhere out there, there is a blue dragon who knows where you live. <laughs> but he seemed like a nice seemed enough... like a stand-up guy. You There'll know? be I'm no really consequences. He seemed nice enough. He's excited to see us. And he's, down the road. He lives, he's in the jungle. So like, even if he's going to fly straight here, it'd probably take him at least like till now to show up. <laughs> he's a dragon outstanding in his field. And as the day begins, Resme, 
back home. What are you doing? What's your uh, what's your morning adventure here? So, um, Resme uh, has been spending a lot of time in her garden because, uh, for one thing, it's kind of overgrown since she kind of left it alone for two months, and uh, also. Um, after her uh, brother passed and kind of became part of the tree, his uh, familiar sunshine has kind of been helping her tend her garden. And uh, she's kind of gotten interested in alchemy um, just because she's been spending a lot of time in the garden and trying to learn about how all of that works. So she's, you know, exploded a few of her eyebrows. Gardening it, is a gateway drug to alchemy is what you're saying. It, yeah, yeah, it kind of is. For a sorceress... 19-year-old, it kind of is. I guess that's fair. I grew lettuce. I guess I should make potions and bombs now. Out of said lettuce. Out of the lettuce. Well, actually, um, the way she does it, um, instead of, like, elixirs and potions and bombs, her, her stuff is more like, uh, yeah. Her stuff is more like essential oils. Um, essential oils that work. That work. <laughs> I guess if you actually are in a world that has alchemy and magic, your essential oils can do anything. Exactly. That, other than just take your money. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I, either way, they're doing something. So um, she's been doing some of that. Um, she also uh, has gone to Castle Altarian uh, to check on how the goblins are doing and how Zerk and Sniggles are doing and to make sure the castle is still standing considering th the people we left in <laughs> Can you imagine like the council Zirk goes to the castle? It's just, it's just gone. It's just, like, <laughs> just rumble on the horizon like, what happened? There's, you left the Bumblebrashers nearby largely uh I guess the stewards at this point of, well, as best as they really can, of Citadel Altaria, a castle that mostly exists, and now has a functioning stairwell, which was a great improvement, and has largely been cleaned out of broken furniture and ruin. Its walls are at least like 75% intact, <laughs> with only four to five giant holes you could drive a cart through. Yeah. But you have a tribe of goblins... And you have Zerk and Snuggles, <laughs> the groups that you have left behind in the Citadel, which are a pair of kobolds who Want our meats. are kobolds. <laughs> <laughs> They're not like that Cinderclaw kobold. They're like the opposite of that. Yeah. Kobold I... grandma was wise and dangerous. Zerk and Snuggles are also there. Yeah. <laughs> of all the kobolds that exist, they are two of them. Mm. Um, she brought them back meat from Milwaukee so they could have different types of meats, like the dried meats that she brought back with her. These aren't like ratatouille kobolds, are they? <laughs> They're like, In what way? The sensation of the different flavors of meats that they're just going to go. Well, as you were working your garden in the morning here, with the sun fairly low in the sky, pretty early on, Loopy Caster. I hereby bestow upon JT his first chat granted hero point. It's his second. Bring the DPS, my dude. Beard, beard, action, beard. Show them the glory that is your hair and skill. Beard flexing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> See, we have learned throughout our uh, few months of this adventure so far 
that the secret to getting a bunch of hero points is having a cool hat or beard. <laughs> and everything else, or dress, apparently now, everything else is, is largely optional. But the vast plurality of hero points are given for entirely superficial reasons so far. You just have to be new. You'll get the mini coin. That's true. Tristique's got three over here that I think are, uh, um, are mostly new. So, um, Resume will be kind of making a list of things that the castle needs. Um, so she's going to kind of take, because she knows that it was really, really impo important to Dolren to get this castle back up and functioning. And in his memory, she kind of wants to do it the way she thinks he would have done it. So she's kind of going to have the goblins give her a tour of like, how everything is set up so that she can start making a list of things that she might need that we might need to fix it um but she's gonna try to wait for for buddy before she goes into town and buys any of it because she's sure he'll have his opinions and they will be opinions that he will have when have i ever had opinions <laughs> <laughs> or bonnie will have opinions which are the real opinions i don't think she'll have opinions a... are the real opinions will she have opinions on the castle no nah, i don't think she'd care um, so as you're, uh, as you're in your home on the outskirts of Breach Hill, just outside the walls, we have a bunch of space. You grow your garden and your tree, question mark. Can we not bring it up? <laughs> you would hear a fairly gentle knock on your front door, followed immediately by a voice you'd recognize. Resume, my dear, are you busy? Oh, oh! Resume will actually get up excitedly uh, from her lab bench and run over to the door and open it. So at the door uh, would be one of your friends uh, from Breach Hill here, Morta. She runs a mortuary in the town, basically the only real official cemetery that Breach Hill has. And being a relatively devout Ferasmin, some have called her attire strange gloomy perhaps. in the past yeah perhaps gloomy she dresses almost exclusively like she is actively attending a funeral uh, to the point of having a thin black veil across her face and around most of her head at all times just around town in her own home uh, she takes her devotion to phrasma and to her work very seriously. And it's more than just a job to her, for sure. This is what she's centered her life on. But it's not just Morta here at the door. Behind her is another woman that you would not recognize. Uh, so I suppose uh, the the woman who's standing behind Morta at a fairly, you know, behind her shoulder at a fairly respectful dis uh, distance, um, She's probably about 5'6", you know, but uh, is wearing uh, a knight knightly armor uh, with a red and white tabard over it. Um, she has one scarlet red eye, uh, which looks kind of peculiar. Um, and she has a sword on her back, which is probably a bit too big for her. Um, but she has a very businesslike uh, attitude, um, and she'll uh, nod in regard to you. Um, pleasure to meet you. My name's Roshin. Uh... Resume is wearing her alchemy goggles and is missing an eyebrow. 
and was not oh. expecting a stranger oh, to come to the door. <laughs> so she'll kind of put her goggles up. Marta, this was the person I'm supposed to be meeting about this. So Marta looks back to Roshin. Uh, this, you're eager to follow the strands of fate that you'd certainly had not exaggerated. Uh, Resume, may we come inside, my dear? Uh, oh, of course. Uh, how rude. Uh, let me make you some tea. Thank and, you for your uh, hospitality. She steps in and uh, Roisin follows. And she comes and looks around to your... Uh, is your lab somewhere that would be plainly visible? Yes, like in at the, the moment, right in the living room. most of her house... <laughs> Center of the living room, pop! <laughs> Actually, right now, most of her house is her lab. Fair enough. So there's just, like, bottles and reagents and things all over the place. And she looks and around And a bird it. that kind of looks like it has lost it and is trying t- to get all of the caps back in the right bottles... As Morda kind of takes in this whole scene here, as you're skittering, I, uh, I didn't mean to intrude. I hoped it wasn't too early for you. No, no, I, um, uh, to tell you the truth, I, uh, I, I haven't been sleeping much since I, I got back. Uh, I've just been trying to keep busy and not think about it too hard, um, to tell you the truth. Well, not much I can see. Your garden's coming I, along beautifully. I, I apologize for the mess, and, uh, yes, the garden is looking... It's looking... It's looking very well. Don't Sorry. You. And, uh, she would kind of step up and put a hand on, on your shoulder. I... Of course... While I haven't walked this path that you have, Resume, I've helped many others along it. My offer still stands. Uh, Any time that you require any of my services, you're more than welcome. You need no appointment. I'll clear the day. Thank you. I might, I might very well take you up on that. Many um, people try to shoulder these burdens alone, and it's rarely wise. Yeah, in my family, we tend to brood a little bit first before we decide to open up. But um, I'm being very rude to our new friend. Uh, please, have a, have a seat. Um, I have some lo- lovely chamomile and lavender tea here for you. You're very kind. Thank you. Uh, and your name is? Roshin. Roshin. Uh, what a lovely name. And uh, where do you from? Where are you from? Uh, originally, I'm from Galt, but uh, I've, oh. uh, left the, I've left the homeland behind. It's a bit of a mess there, and I don't think I can do much good. Um, but uh, Milady has guided me here. Uh, there are uh, evils to be slain, tyrants to be defeated, uh, and uh, Milady Milani is uh, very keen on such things. It's been an interesting experience, this past day since she's arrived. Uh, as you know, reading fates is not so much my line of work, but something that's always interested me. But it's, well, not until Miss Orsheen here that I had been sought out, especially by somebody who had traveled so far. She, as she says, was driven here by, I imagine, similar omens and readings. Just so. We discussed some, but this drive that's come behind her, along with what I'm able to tell, as far as I can ascertain, there's nothing more in Breach Hill that it could possibly cross other than that of, well, yourself and your 
friends from the call some months ago. Yeah, we are magnets for mayhem and disaster. I've come to the right place then. Undoubtedly. How do you feel about dragons? Dragons? I, I can't say I've ever met one. Oh, well, I'm sure you will. Oh, quite an interesting sort. Marty just kind of tilts her head, but doesn't say anything. <laughs> Obviously a little confused, even Don't. for the... Are you going to be hunting dragons now? Oh, I'm sure they'll find us. Fear not. But, um, I suppose things are about to get interesting again. Oh, good. I was just getting bored. Well, apologies for disturbing, but uh, I feel the disturbance would have come whether I should or not. Prophecy and fate are certainly never certain. That's the one thing, if any, that can be counted on. And as Miss Roisin states, if she had something so powerful as to guide her here, all the way from Galt, well... I know that since your the disappearance, I know not the details. I read sometimes the omens in the hands of fate to determine whether or not, or at least do what little I could to aid in the safety of whatever journey it was that took you, but I... Well, I, I figured it made more sense to bring her here rather than to... Mr. Bates' farm. Yes, uh, thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, I'm, I suppose I'm an emissary, so it would make sense that I would be the one to introduce you. I guess it's sort of my job. Uh, yes. Yes, I am an emissary. You haven't? Well, admittedly, we've had precious little time to talk since you'd re-arrived, if this is the first. But... I've heard nothing of what took you. Uh, of course, the call for heroes three months ago. It seemed a task simple enough, though, of clear and present interest to the town. The, the few since then have been meager and mundane. But you're all right, aren't you, Resme? Uh, all right might be overstating it a bit. I am, I am changed. But I don't know if it's for good or ill yet. I suppose... I suppose we'll have to see. The Lady of Fate makes one thing very clear, and that's... Events that we survive build us. Just as bricks build a... Well, the Town Hall. And... Those that walk the path do so when their time comes. And though it may not seem it from our end, is is all too easy to see this departure is gruesome and miserable. It never is once they've passed it. There's always more on the horizon. And the Grey Lady has plans for us all. I'm not sure if that's comforting or depressing, but... Thank you. I know it's said in, in friendship, and for that I am truly grateful. Roisin, after you've had your tea, perhaps you'd care to accompany me, and uh, we'll go uh, visit my friends. I would like to introduce you to them uh, as 
If you have business with me, you for sure have business with them. You're too kind. Thank you very much, and for your hospitality as well. So you'll be traveling with us then? Uh, quite likely, unless the uh, in- unless your uh, your conflict is going to come here to your town. Well, there'll be contracts to sign later then, but for now, we'll dispense with that. I've done mercenary work before in the past. Oh, it's nothing like that. It's more just formality. You're going to become part of our group, you're going to become part of our company, and we own a castle. So, very successful mercenary group. Yeah, you know, as things go hereabouts, I think you could consider us successful. So... Oh, well done. It's a big pleasure to work with proper professionals. Hell Knight Hill, it... It truly is yours, then. Oh, yeah? Got the deed and everything. Pulls I... it out. <laughs> Just have it on you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting this thing out of my sight. Heck yeah! As, as chat was nice enough to say, I'm essentially the HR of the group. <laughs> well, I suppose then, Roshin, that your readings seem to have more or less led you on the path <clears throat> they've laid. It takes bravery to follow it into such unknowns. Yeah, well, you're, you're too kind. It's not bravery in my case, but, uh, well, I have lots of things going on in my life. That much seemed clear. But I'll take no more of your time, Resme. It seems, and she kind of looks around this living room again, that you have other things vying for your attention since you've returned. But wherever this may lead, the fates watch over you. And again, my door is always open. Thank you. Um, Roisin, uh, let us uh, walk this way then. Um, do you ride? Oh, not for quite some time. Uh, horses are rare in Galt. Uh, they've been were confiscated early in the wars, and well, only the most rich and powerful can have them. Calvary itself is a luxury. Then we'll walk, and I'll give you a, a little bit of a tour as we go. You're too kind. So meanwhile, as the sun rises out in the farm the Buford Bates owns with his wife, his kids, and uh, <laughs> pet lizard. Got a pet lizard <laughs> in the living room now. Is there a shed, like a, a decent sized shed? You're not really using much. I'll store in, I'll store in old tools, but yeah. Okay. You stay in the shed? No. <laughs> He's an alchemist. He lurks in the shed. The lizard gets, why is everyone an alchemist all of a sudden? What happened? Um, Early in the morning, as the sun's rising over your farm, just as it is Resme's explosion laboratory. (laughs) What's going on at the Bates family farm? Bo, you get down here right now. We have already had Mac. Is, Mac has already broken his leg. Stop grin. Wipe that grin off your face right now. True chic. Uh, 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 can you can you right right get down here right now, boy? It's not my fault. This. You ain't no lizard. <laughs> Just because I can climb and, and fall and jump does not mean. The kids should. Oh, you explain that to him. I mean, look, hey, mm, you're stepping back from that edge right now, boy. How old are your kids again? Uh, five and eight. <laughs> 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 now, absolutely old enough to just be. 
idiots. That's idiots. what them boys are now. You grinning like a weasel in the hen house, and I'm telling you right now, you better wipe them. Climbing right all now. over everything, as they've seen Trishik be able to do so easily with his lizard claws. Perhaps I will go get Kit, okay? Give, yeah, the other one, moment. well, that foot of yours is looking awfully broken. I don't mean to mince my words here, but it's looking actually real broken. We're not going to talk funny about this, so we better get that fixed right now. So, I, I will just climb up the wall, pick up the kid, and walk back down the wall holding the kid out. Does this look like fun? Is it fun to be dangling in there? The answer is probably not the one that you want. No. <laughs> your, your Screaming and giggling. Your children are insane. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, I don't know where they got that from. I feel like it's their it's body side of the family, but don't let her hear you say that. <laughs> so I am going to go back to my lab. And I <laughs> wait, have, wait, wait! Did you get now? Now, make I don't. Okay, well, you okay? Boys I have are recipes to finish for Esme. So as you're trying to wrangle your kids there, you would hear uh, a voice calling out from the front of the house. Buford Bates! Boy, you go hide behind shed. that shed right now. <laughs> I'm going to shed now. Goodbye. Now you take you take this boy with you and don't let, don't let anybody see that leg of his. Don't live don't bring him out here. Yeah, Bonnie, I'm oh, coming, don't worry. <laughs> Going well. to go take the crippled child <laughs> into the shed with all the alchemical poisons. <laughs> this is going to go exquisitely. And the child, for having like a probably sprained leg, it looks pretty bad. There's it's bruising kind of starting to go up him. Is grinning like you've never seen anyone grin. He's the most triumphant of all, and he has proved himself to be among you now. Is what he thinks. Yeah. I suppose little man thinks he did big job. That's that's exactly what he thinks. <laughs> darn never you can't believe. So, as you head back into into the house here, scuttling to meet your wife, Bonnie comes out waving a hand. Buford, now if we end up losing the farm over this, I done told you this mess with the Call for Heroes has gone too far. The council folker at the door here asking about that castle, saying you owe money. Oh, they came to the wrong house. Tell him to go over to the other guy's house. He don't, he, you guys are at the wrong you house. You go tell him yourself. You're the one who oh, got yeah, in this yeah. mess. Don't worry, Bonnie. I've got this covered. Why don't you... Don't go into the backyard. <laughs> don't go, yeah, why don't you... Uh, I feel like a nice... Now if I go back there... No, nope, nope, don't worry about it, ma'am. Bates. <laughs> All right, and I, I'm going to uh, come back from the shed now, peeking around the corner. Is is uh, fine. We simply made the mishap. Is a, a clean up. Is all. <laughs> it, it was my she turns mistake. Over to she smile on her face. Oh, you're fine. You're more than fine, honey. You, you, you're doing as you like. Honey, you can handle yourself and turns around. Buford, I swear on Iomaday, if I go back there and something's happened with Bone Mac again. And she heads to the back door. Uh, I'm not going to say anything. Good luck. Can you put people in a bag of holding? <laughs> Can you? Can he you put a kid? I can't breathe, but like he doesn't need to breathe. Just, just don't close it. Just don't close no, it. You're good. As long as you don't close it, you're fine. Yep. All right. She's not going to be able to find the kid. No. <laughs> <laughs> she is really bad at this. But you head up to the front door, Buford. 
do meet uh, one of the council folk here. Greta Gardania. Uh, not the head councilman, but uh, one of the others that had... Of course, well, all of them had been there at the Call of Heroes originally. The one who is typically managing land management and deed rights and all of that. And she's waiting. Her orange shawl pulled up around her head as she usually does. Or as she usually is. And you uh, open the door. And she bows her head quickly. Oh, Mr. Bates. I had been hoping to find you here. Yeah, it's a pleasure to see you. You know, let's uh, take this. Uh, are you uh, looking to talk to me for some, well, some while? It's the matter, uh, the matter of Hell Knight Hill, and more specifically Citadel Altarian, that I believe that you had taken into your custody after the call for heroes. That, uh, uh, well, now, here now, if we're looking to talk specifics of this, we'll have to go talk to, like, thinking people in my, in my uh, well, maraband. Mr. Bates, according to our ledgers, you know, there's a fair amount of gold owed to the property and land taxes, and you seem to, well, all of you have just, as far as we believe, just fled Breach Hill and left it abandoned and administered, and there's... All the paperwork, I'm sure of it. I'm pretty sure that Dollar himself the, told them there was paperwork. Done all of the, the paperwork properly for Calistral, yes, but we've got nothing from Forest. We have no documents, no deeds, no records, and now it's well into Gosrin, and we've heard nothing. Oh yeah, well we don't worry about it. We'll clear it up. It ain't no big deal. We'll just go. Uh, let's go talk to Resume. She's uh, she's like one of the thinking things. She's got a really good brain on her. I've heard. Well, I I just need. You or Miss Resme or whoever, whoever, really, to, to come down to the town hall at some point and handle do, things lady. and sort out we the paperwork. We will be there uh, shortly. Mr. Bates, you, you understand this? This is serious. Well, correct? of course, yeah. I mean, we've got money somewhere. I'm if sure. you're to retain stewardship of the castle on Hill Nine I mean, Hill, even if we don't, I mean, it's just a castle. I mean, it'll be there eventually. So, like, we'll figure it out. Don't worry, we'll be down there in a minute. <clears throat> I think what the buddy is. Trying so you to just say, hear yeah, just just walking back. I have I have given I Bonnie the slip. The I gave Bonnie the slip. Over the roof. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to pop down right here beside Buddy and this individual coming around the side of the house, the opposite side of the house from where Bonnie went, <laughs> and uh, just going to walk up and say, I think what the Buddy is trying to say is we went on little excursion and we have much money. The taxes will be taken care of by the end of the week. We will see you possibly later today, maybe tomorrow. But right. Well, it, it does. It really needs to be handled today. This needs to be very dealt well with then over I, a month ago. Then I will see you later today. Man, this guy's also a good talking man. I'm glad we've got him. Well, I'll be waiting at town hall. Uh, I'll be out of the office from around 3 to 5. Anytime around then, I should be available. Just ask any of the stewards. Tell them it's about Hell Knight Hill. Tell like plain. We'll make sure to clear this up, man. I appreciate you coming by. Uh, Look forward to it, Mr. Bates. And, uh, As um, she's leaving, uh, Resme's coming up and goes, Ah, you're about to meet the ghost of bureaucracy's past. I think she wants money from me. That's just a theory I have. Come along. Uh, <laughs> and as you sort of like, two of you come up the hill as she turns around and sees the pair of you and like, oh, well, and turns back on Mr. Bates. It seems that Miss Resume is here. Perhaps this could be settled easily enough. How much do I owe you? Oh, well, it's not, it's not a matter of that simple, of course. We have to 
get an a schedule a time to send the assessor up and to reevaluate everything. We never I do even not really think got they understand the money. Citadel or the the lands themselves. I it's, very much doubt the land has moved, the castle has grown, or... But all of our old paperwork now is out of date, and normally where we could roll some of this forward, seeing as you, well, we couldn't contact any of you for the entirety of the month of Farast, everything will have to be drawn back up. I'm very, very sorry, but we were saving the world. It was a trifling matter, and I apologize for my absence. It shan't happen again. At least, I don't think it shall. They attempt to collect taxes from you. Well, every we month. own a castle. Apparently um, they want us, they, they think the castle's moved every single month. But in all seriousness, how much do I owe Has you? the council of nothing better to do at the time? It doesn't seem and, like uh, it. And we can finalize the details later. Look, this, do you rent if, the castle from the council? No, we don't. No. Does it's the council group. repair the building? There's simple property no. taxes. It's an assessment of the land. It's part of does, Breach Hill. Does the council defend the castle? Well, no, it's outside the walls of Breach Hill, but... Does the council provide any services to the castle whatsoever? Well, no, we've the, the steward. Then why do we pay in taxes on it? Because it's because it's part of Breach Hill's land. It's but you defend Breach Hill's land. Well, well, yeah. right, but there's if, if the walls remember, become disrepaired, you repair them. If I remember right, I walk downhill into town. Is not part of town. You claim ownership of something not part of town. Right, but. Breach Hill and, and the lands administered by the city, of course, are more than just what's in the walls. I mean, there's there's lumber camps and hunting groups and grounds that are all managed properly with their various permits and assessors. And So perhaps, so, so, so what it sounds like is that you're trying to manage the castle. Well, no, the management, of course, is left to Mr. Bates and Miss... Uh, then what, 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 part does this not to make what them employees? What are we paying you for? <laughs> well, there is a lot of there's a lot of clerical administration that has to be done on. But you just said that Buford was was administering it. Well, he administers the castle itself, of course. But there's all sorts of paperwork. There's deeds and assessments that need managed and updated. I feel like this there's, is work you've just invented in order so you can charge people for it. Darling, that's what bureaucracy is. Well, no, it's this is this is the cornerstone of civilization. It's. This is, I thought that was makeup. This is the foundation upon that which is... society is run. It's it's a it's a simple process, really. We'll <clears> just <throat> need you to come down to the town hall. Yeah, either we'll of you be at some over point. there later. We can talk about It'll this later. I've got to go retrieve a kid. Maybe six to eight Stumbly. hours to sort everything out. How about? <laughs> I have a question. How do you feel about graft? About? I'm sorry. Can I just bribe you to not sign the papers or sign them in my name, and that way you can take the money I owe you, plus whatever Miss labor it's going to take Resume, you to sign my name. I have been elected to the council of the town of Breach Hill to continue to operate in its interests and those of the people in the city's continuation. I couldn't simply accept a bribe to just write Here, all of this off. Here, here's 20 gold. I have it, Arthur. There's a lot of money. <laughs> but... <laughs> Look... I can't. I can't. I it, can't it's it's a fee it. simple. If you think about it, all I'm doing is I'm subcontracting the administrative work to somebody who is more adept at it. You could consider yourself a subcontractor for which I'm paying you an appropriate fee. But if that were the case, we would need... 30 gold? 
we would need to file the gold. appropriate <laughs> forms to lease myself in as one of the administrators and proprietors of oh, Citadel I have, and I have Night Hill and then that's Well, surely you can go ahead and file that paperwork in it as well. It's all paperwork to be filed. Of interest for the city itself but because I'm now very the, interested the council in not is directly doing the paperwork. in its management. Are you trying to say that no one on the council runs any businesses that well, are involved well, of in the castle? Of course they do. Councilman Burton himself runs a stonemasonry in the town. Well, it's not a that's of interest, is it? Well, but that was a pre-existing business before he was elected to head the town council. You're not allowed to start a side business while you're on the council? Well, How else are you supposed to feed yourself? Something like Citadel Altarian is near a town's landmark. It's, it's like a... Seems all the more reason to help us out. I mean, when you think about it, as the heroes of Breach Hill, in defending this land and the lands all around it from the evils that are sure to descend upon us because we are the ultimate magnets for trouble. Really, you could consider yourself as doing a good deed for the town. It's heroic. I still don't understand how you own a castle, have to pay to repair it, get no services, and still have to pay taxes on it. It doesn't make a lick of I, sense to me. I, I never do that type of thing. If I were to sublet myself as an interim administrator See? for the huh. Citadel's documents and assessments in lieu of personal management as you have been indisposed for some time and were unreachable, I could consider this a uh, retroactive payroll of sorts for, for services rendered through the month of Ferast and forward until such time as the proper owners could come to organize the deeds and title work and land and property lines themselves i truly your rhetoric is dazzling and i appreciate your business acumen and that is why i wish to pay you so hefty a fee i suppose all right i'll do what i can to get all of this handled in an expedited, simplistic fashion for you as much as possible. Thank you so much. You have no idea how much we appreciate it. We'll, uh, if you need any signatures later, I'll be by. I will we'll sort this out as I can. Thank you. And uh, we'll take the 20 gold. And uh, we had some pretty mega internet issues there. It looks like our internet almost holistically disconnected. Uh... I don't know how much... I think we probably missed the vast majority of that bribery yeah. section there, but such is life. Eh. Uh, nope, nope. They totally got the bribery they thing. They got the beginning of the bribery. Yeah. It looks... They didn't get the very end there. It looks like it's stable. I think we're I think we're okay now. I think it's come back. Obviously, uh, I'm going to have to put in the chat here. Refresh if your stream froze. Bad face. Because obviously, I can't just say it, because if your stream's frozen, you can't hear me. Oh, there we go. It should be good. It was just a weird Florida of internet hiccup. Mm. So Lightning strike somewhere in the vicinity. Just out of idle curiosity, what happens if you don't pay your taxes? Are they going to repossess the castle that they never had in their possession in the first place? I get I inconvenienced. That they just come and complain to you? Really, yes. I'm mostly paying not to be bothered. I suppose that's how most government works now that I think about it. I suppose I should give you this big, and I'll uh, reach in my bag and pull out your kid. <laughs> <laughs> you 
are a godsend. I have never been. You believe Let me he's... check whether he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> you have plenty of time. It's... Did you just pull her son out of a bag? No, I pulled a, a rabbit out of here. That's not a rabbit. It, hey, is it could be a rabbit. Is... I mean, he's going to get his foot taken off if he keeps acting like an idiot. Hmm. Why is his foot uh, twisted Don't up to the side worry like about that? it and don't mention it to Bonnie, which is my wife, by the way. She's very lovely. She makes a really good <gasps> meat pie. Yeah, you go talk to her way over there. Krasach. <laughs> and uh, red magic will swirl around the leg as she casts a heal spell to fix it. You? Okay, lady. <clears throat> my name's Buford Buddy Bates. Uh, wh- who are you again? Roisin Baron, pleasure to meet it you. It is a pleasure to meet you, and I w- would like you to stay around here for <laughs> as much time as you would like. Be welcome here at any time. We will feed you anytime. Well, you're too kind. Thank you so much. This, Bonnie uh... and the kids right here. He's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> the little rascal decided to hide in my bag. So, but that's, uh, well, that sounds like him, yeah. We just tell Bonnie he was uh, running around. Yeah. Yeah, right. You tell her that, and I'll just smile and nod. <laughs> <laughs> so with uh, a decent sorting to the uh, situation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Buford found himself in vis-a-vis kid's <laughs> broken ankle. With Resume and Roisin here to gather the group of you, what were you coming around for, Resume? As Miss Gardania takes your <clears throat> leave back towards the town walls and the town hall itself, assumedly, to oh. go do paperwork. Um, apparently, um, fate and destiny have decided that we're about to get into trouble again and have sent us, uh, an absolutely striking young lady from Galt, uh, to assist us in these matters. Already started with flattery. Well, it is actually a real pleasure to have you around, uh, and, uh, she's not wrong. I mean, you're easy on the eyes, for sure, and be good, you know, good to have someone who can, uh... <sighs> Gracious, you're making me blush. I've just met you. You're a married man, are you not? Oh, yeah, no, don't worry about it. Uh, don't worry about anything in particular. I mean, Bonnie uh, would it's not. Kill, you. kill both of us, so there's no pressure, <laughs> no, no pressure on either of us. <laughs> so long as you know. Level PC. <laughs> yeah, level 20 DPC. Uh. But, um. <laughs> That's how you take something out of context right there. Yeah, I know. That's it. <laughs> Clip it. <laughs> Clip it. Repost. Bonnie kills Bonnie. <laughs> but um, I'm sure uh, Roisin will be uh, an excellent addition uh, to our group. Uh, this is Trushik, uh, one, uh, one of the most well-timed acquaintances I've ever had. I've only known him for five seconds when he saved our lives, and he's very reliable. Mm-hmm. To be fair, you'd known him for zero seconds when he saved your life. It's true. Because you met him via your life being saved. Exactly. <laughs> we had common enemy. I have simply followed up on their excursion to kill a cult. And uh, now we're here. A handle cult is what it really means. It's tough. The translations are, you know, wishy-washy. Ah. Oh, of course, I understand. Uh, I, I suppose the cult has been uh, is, has come around and has uh, been been pacified appropriately. They don't yes, actually they are, exist anymore. They died. <laughs> I get think the feeling there might be two different narratives going on here. <laughs> I think there is a loss in translation. Yeah, it happens. You know, it's, it's, it's tough. Resume takes out the bag of holding and takes out the badges and just kind of shakes them, opens it up with all the cultist badges. 
there's blood on this one. Uh, there is a uh, poison on some of those. Be careful. Hmm. Kindly thank you for the warning. There is uh, some arsenic in the gold. I do not think we have cleaned it all yet. Seems like it would be a good thing to do, I suppose. Are you but, saving them for some special occasion? No, it's just in the bag. In Milwaukee, for some reason, gold has arsenic on it. I never really figured it out. You and went I to Milwaukee. Well, yeah. Little far oh. afield, is it not? Yeah, we also own it an take ancient a... teleportation ring that takes us all around the world almost instantaneously. Don't worry, we'll explain it all. It's actually a very entertaining story. Oh, pull the other one. I... I don't have any others. My leg. You have two. You're pulling one of them. I am not. I just met you. There is indeed a uh, portal of uh, some sort. I do not understand. It goes to Mwangi. Yes. Why on earth would you be going to Mwangi in the first place? Because Because there was evil there. If they called. There is evil there. From my That's a fine reason to travel anywhere, may <laughs> I say. I think I'll get along splendidly with all of you. go there? Because it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's full of people that want to kill us. Well, the suck, the suck was slowly creeping out to the other areas. That's true. So we had to go like deal a, with the source. It was a dangerously expansive suck that was, that was spreading its influence via the portal, the aforementioned portal ring. And, you know, we don't, we don't, uh... It's a big no-no. Yeah, that's bad. About the time time they show up in Bridge Hills, we start worrying about it. So the fourth of uh, the four of you, the fourth, the fourth, the four of you together. Now I imagine making your way towards town. That's a good point. What gold did I give him? Where are? Well, they were just gold nuggets that we got down from. Yeah, but I'm wondering if I gave her the arsenic ones by accident. I feel well, those like were a raw the, all the nuggets you had were arsenic ones. There's not like ooh, a non-arsenic ooh, nugget. I mean, coins. you may have paid her in cash. I mean, it's distinctly possible you gave her minted coins. Yeah, I don't imagine that you gave her raw. Well, I thought yeah, the whole gold. Yeah. Wait, I'm I thought sure the whole point is coins. you didn't pay her yet. Uh, no, no, we didn't. No, I definitely gold. just gave. We, her we gave her a little pouch of gold and told her to screw off. Yeah, it was coins. We don't just go around giving people like nuggets of gold. Like, you know what? Deal with it, idiot. I was just reaching into the bag of holding. It's okay though. We got I'm gonna, it. I'm gonna right. have to find her later then. So with your uh, with your kind of castle plans in hand here, resume. Where? Uh, what is your plan? What is you kind of meet Buford and Trishik? So, I have a list of repairs and other things that I think we should really attend to at the castle before we do much of anything else if we don't want it falling too deeply into disrepair and I can't I can't really imagine that Dalrin would would want us to do that so I think we should go take a look at some materials perhaps yeah, by, by all means we can go over and look some materials look at go talk to that uh, real nice dwarf that we had uh, working for us and then we can go back up to the castle and start working basically if you wanted to go over to the town hall and talk to those folks i'd rather skip no. that part well, didn't you just pay someone to take care of that for you yeah i'm not doing that right oh, now. oh we didn't have to go over there later <laughs> maybe but not right now oh okay well cool yeah we can go do we have to no are we supposed to probably but <laughs> <laughs> so the right. group of you head back into breach hill back into town down towards the uh the stonemason that you had used to work with the castle before the tusk had stone working which, from where you are, I have a map. And there's a presumably a 15 on it somewhere. Oh, it's pretty much right <clears throat> in the middle 
pretty much smack in the middle of Breach Hill, actually right across the river that runs through the town from Monument Circle, the big ring of water towers out in front of the town hall. So you are walking the vast majority of the way to the town hall, but not the town hall, because screw them, we're not doing that right now. And as the group of you... Uh, That's ten steps too many. As the group of you arrive and head inside to meet back up with your stone worker, you go back into his fairly simple little wooden workshop, his, his area that he's got in town. Uh, through the front door to see that he's got some some fairly fancy new equipment in here. What? The fan. Oh, you want to flip that. There's a switch behind you behind that car. You want to turn it on. Appreciate you. Um, you see, he has a pretty big piece of new equipment here. It appears to be a massive woodworking. I think it's a, la- a lathe that he has really just right inside the door. Uh, fresh enough that it seems like it's kind of in the way. <laughs> There's only about maybe 10 feet of space in the doorway to the lathe itself. And it's maybe 10 feet in front of the big fireplace. And it kind of strikes you that he probably has it here because he hasn't found a better place to put it yet. So Rosine's alchemy, but basically. Not Rosine's We're alchemy. getting the lathe Rosine's of alchemy. the land? Give me a hero point. <laughs> <laughs> Res Maze. Uh, He's really lathy. Give me a hero point. <laughs> <laughs> So you come in there, you see Craig at the back, uh, behind his counter, in the back of the workshop, with another dwarf on the other side, standing talking to him. Uh, one that you don't recognize from Breach Hill. Alright, so, uh, he's a very, very large dwarf, uh, about five foot six, very, very wide in the shoulders and the arm, uh, and chest area. He's a rectangle of a person. <laughs> he's a rectangle of a person, yes. Bright red, fiery beard with like a whole kinds of you know dwarven beads and stuff like that. He's got a very unique looking war paint on, like it's a black across the eye part, and then he's got like these four little wavy red strands that kind of look like flames. And he's very definitely wearing a very fashionable kilt traditionally, um, black and red flannel, and he's got a the biggest battle axe you've ever seen just sitting on his back, and it's like- just drenched in dried you know. Like Blood, comically obviously. oversized. Comically now, like, oversized. Point. Like <laughs> you're already looking at this guy. He's already a very large dwarf, and then you see an axe that's like almost twice his size, just sitting on his back. It's like, oh jeez. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, while there are not a ton of dwarves in Breedshell, the face paint thing is not super uncommon. I mean, even uh, Craig here has got a couple of stripes coming down from uh, his eye into his beard, and a couple more around from his sideburn up under the uh, his hair on the other side of his forehead. Forehead. As the door opens, he raises a hand. I welcome up be Oh! You lot! You've, you've appeared back from nowhere! Yes! The golden saviors! Hi! Where? We've come to spend money! Well, you, you, you did last time too, and, and he points to the, the big lathe. <laughs> Apologies, kinda in the way right here, but you're giving me a good amount of uh, the improvements, you can say, to me business! And then. Just like that, you poof up and disappear out of nowhere. <laughs> Didn't hear no hide or, wo- hide or word of you for, well, it must have been a month or two at this point. Well, I mean, yeah. we did tell you we were going into that, uh, we probably going on an adventure, didn't we? Well, you did, but I, you know, I just expected this was some hunting out in the woods or camping adventure with your friends. Uh, that, that, the big pale elf buddy of yours that's... <laughs> 
out that direction. Perhaps. I didn't think he'd be disappearing off the, the face of Galarian for a month. But I, Marshall, this is actually the group I was talking about. Oh, these are the ones you're talking about. You got convenient timing. Oh my timing. god, you're big. Ah, thank you. That's just me tight, too. <laughs> Marshall here is a man I ain't seen in some years. Not since I was back in the, the Dwarven Kingdoms under the mountains. But he's come we're looking for trouble, as far as I can tell, he always does. But uh, heard about the Call for Heroes, you know, as many do. It's about the only travel the town's ever gotten, and at least the good news is I could point him <laughs> in the right direction. I, uh, I dust off the, the soot from uh, what I was working on and look at the group and like, Pleasure to meet y'all. My name is Marshall Amberbeard, and let me introduce you to someone even more special. I take out my giant accent with a giant thud. This is Big Red. I wish you wouldn't do that to me floors. <sighs> uh, don't worry, I fix it later. You know better. Do <sighs> you know why they call it Big Red? Well, it appears to be large, and it appears to be red. Does it have a spirit living inside of it that's made of fire? I think it's just large and red. It's got well, a spirit living inside of it made of blood, as far as I can see. Well, it certainly ain't uh, no jam now, is it? <laughs> <laughs> now, Marshall. Marshall's been making his way out here. Uh... Doing what work he can, but you know, Isker. You know, Breach Hill at that. There's not much. Uh, that call for heroes that lot you signed up for, uh, Buddy and Resume. That's the last one, and the, the first they'd had in years that was worth anything, and well, it seems like the last since. Uh, the two afterwards have been quite literally pulling cats from trees. It's been nothing. Oh, there I'm, were cats? I missed the cats? I'm serious. Last month, the call for hero. <laughs> he kind of just like. Like How long cats. did I keep that cat up there if they were well, waiting for the call heroes? It was quite literally old Mayra's farmstead. You know, out past yours, oh, buddy, further yeah. out in well, the hills. she's got like 19 cats. At some point, some of them's going to get... And none of the somewhere. guards could be convinced to get off their arses and deal with it, so they put it in the damn call for heroes. I mean, it happens like every Do they charge day. her farm taxes, too, for doing nothing? Oh, I don't know. I should ask her sometime. Just curious. It's been... It's been nothing. And I know what with your, uh, you know, acquisitions around the beginning of the year and the circumstances of your own call for heroes. <clears throat> you store it in Hell Knight Hill and then disappear into the gods knows where. Beyond the view of Torak, that much is almost certain. I figured marshaled here is worth an introduction. Oh. Now, I, uh, I know when you set up there in the first place. You signed up to go beat rats and goblins out of a castle, as far as I heard. But it, it went further than that, didn't it? The rats were actually one of the scariest things we faced in that castle. Don't but knock them. did kind of tumble into a lot of stuff we weren't really expecting, but it sure is nice to see you, Marshall. You know, like, it's a good, a good deal of brawn can go a long ways with uh, handling things that are unpleasant. Well, that's good to know. Uh, my axe is starting to get a little rusty with uh, with the dry blood on it. I mean, jam on it. Uh, I figure, you know. Yeah, you can tell him it's blood, Marshall. <laughs> this lot here's probably got the killer's knots into the blades of their weapons at this point. Uh, fair enough. I just tried to be polite around the, the, the latest. You and know. I'd, heard you were, I'd heard you was looking for mercenaries to hire on as he points to uh, Trishik. <laughs> is that the giant lizard? Yeah. I've never seen one in person before. It sure is. I won't hear a word about it. He 
even if oh, he's no, got a I'm fascinated. Okay, I always wanted sure. a pet lizard. Fuscon <laughs> wasn't even lying. They do have a lizard walking on hind legs like a man. I know, it's crazy. If you pull on his tail, he'll stab you, poison you, and turn you into jam. Oh, I like jam. I like a little bit of fun and tussle. Come on, we can uh, have a drink. I, I just pull out my, a random mug for veil. Come on, we can have a random drink. I'll pour you one. You need to get a cap for the thing, Marshall. It's a miracle you don't spill it everywhere just hanging willy-nilly off your belt. I'm just giving me spare horn to drink out of. No worries. I just bubble over through my chest of stuff. And you just have a right. drinking horn? Yeah, there you go. I've always wanted a drinking yeah. horn. <laughs> Oh, I got more. Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm digging uh, through. I'll pull out a little bottle off my hip. Is my own brew if you want to try. Oh, I like them already. Thank <laughs> you. But look, this this is perfect timing for the group of you to have shown back up. Well, of course, anytime the group of you show up in my shop, it's always good business, and the time is well any. But. <laughs> Like with my friend Marshall making his way into town. I was, you know, starting to wonder if you'd ever show back up again. And uh, along with that, Marshall, here, take this. Saint Fox in the chat. <laughs> On behalf of me and Loopy, I give this hero point. Say it to, in the accent. Do it to, right. I give this hero point to Marshall for the accent. <laughs> oh, it's appreciated. Oh it's really. He's getting a lot. You got three hero points. I am channeling my inner alcoholic, I swear. We just introduced this character. And he has this three is hero the points new character already. special. It's the new character package. You just get a stack of hero points. <laughs> 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 and not a sign of centipede. So look, the last time you no lot came, came walking in here looking for business, not only did you pay for a brand new late, so I don't have to give that absolute monster Vosker money for wagon car carts and wagon wheels anymore. I can handle them myself. Look, can you believe to fix a wheel on one of me carts? Me simple carts. The the wagons that I use to haul the stone around. Not even me horse-drawn things. The lad had the audacity to charge me eight pieces of silver Highway with one broken spoke. Robbery. Well, Ridiculous. I'm, uh, I'm still avoiding him. He's uh, fixed some stuff for us and to pay us that we needed to fix. Huh? We've got a farm. I don't know if he thinks we're like Russian royalty or something, but... Uh, <laughs> what is a Russian? <laughs> I don't know. I heard it in a book sometime. That's why I don't trust books, though. Oh, um, you are uh, books. I just no, heard from I'm good. This, this, this uh, story of yours, it was... Uh, what was it? Something about a rain the winter. Something about Russian... I remember that. And something about the the Dot Network raiding with 23 raiders showing up <laughs> as we're throwing crappy accents back and forth all across the table. Welcome, everybody. Welcome Hope you guys had a great show. Dragons and Things, another uh, super entertaining group that uh, plays not just Pathfinder, but all, a lot of Pathfinder, a lot of Starfinder, a lot of uh, mixed other things as well. Hope you guys had a good show. Welcome. We're introducing like 50 new characters. It's a... Uh, and it's we're an bribing people. Uh, we're committing apparently. graft. It's the best. As the shops being raided, <laughs> you see, you bring everything with you. You come in, the coins flowing, raiders pouring through the doors. So now, you see, I reinvested a bit of what you gave me before, so that perhaps, <laughs> what's the thing to have a darn priest say? <laughs> the uh, the savings will trickle down. They won't though. But uh, <laughs> it'll be better on my own wallet. So um. We we have a castle to repair. That you do. Last I saw of it, you'd clean the place out and we'd fix the stairwell for you, but... It's time to go a bit further. 
But you want it to actually have walls now? I think that could be revolutionary. Oh, we've been well right and prepared for that one then. Look, I, uh... Honestly, there's anything you need done, no matter what kind of services or time it's going to be taken. Tuscade Stonework is here for your business. I ain't got kids, but if you did, you'd be paying their stipends to move to somewhere a little bit more, well, anything than Breach Hill. Not to mention, basically funding me whole business these last few months. Uh, Marshall. Yeah? They got a castle. A castle? I wasn't kidding. Oh. You should, you, look, why don't we all, uh... Why don't we take a trip Do I there? get my own little tower and everything, like the little wee princesses and everything? Well, if they have them rebuilt, that's entirely up to them. Look. You have right. to share with goblins. Goblins, you say? They're very nice. If you Don't hurt the goblins. Can I they're just eat one, then? No, they're our friends. Oh. You cannot have the kobolds, either. They're mine. Oh, uh, kobolds they're... make great pets. They just stink up my apartment. Well, they got their own basements up on the hill to stink up, as far as I know. Why don't we all take a good walk? It's early in the morning. Head on up to the Headlight Hill and take a look at what you want done. Get you some quotes, get you some things figured out. See what aspects you want to be working on. Sure. All right. Let me, uh... I'm going to put my keys. I'll let the shotgun shop up somewhere here. Uh, while right. they're doing that, I'm going to take me a new lizard friend and uh, take him out for a couple of pints, huh? Huh? I am more prone to uh, drink my own. Oh, come on, come on, come on. I just pick him up. <laughs> come on, have a few drinks for me. I'm, he's a big lizard. I'm like way six bigger than you. He's like 6'10". Yeah, he's like... You can drag him, I guess. I could just hop on your back. Oh, yeah, come on. Get, it'll, get to get together. it'll be like a big dude riding a comically small tricycle. <laughs> <laughs> God. Okay, so any artists out there? Totally love a doodle of this. We don't even care to review yet. Calm down. That's fine. We'll just draw a dwarf tricycle with the big lizard on it. So I was like, Craig's kind of looking around. Uh, uh, what are they gonna do? Steal the lathe? They have to bring a whole. I'll lock it behind us. They have to bring a whole wagon to hold the thing up, and you would not believe the effort I put in trying to get the pieces come of this on, pile of crap on. through me own front door. And it's built to fit wagons, and I can barely get this thing in here. Let's go. Come on, I'll lock your door. I had to have it shipped all the way down, all, all the way up, rather, from Andorin. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, did you want me to stab him, or...? No, 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 don't stab him. Let's go. Let's let's get Speak going. Quickly. You, have to, you have to articulate what you're telling me to do very clearly, because otherwise oh. I might misunderstand you. Don't stab anybody. Yet. Just give me the word when you need it. All right, forget it. We'll, uh, I'll figure it out later. Let's set up to the castle. Let's take a look and see what work there is to do, I Yes. I'm looking forward to yeah, seeing this probably, castle of yours. Yeah, you got those thieves tools over there. Okay. Yeah, pretty good alive. Nat 20 to lock his door for him. <laughs> what, with your thieves tools? Yeah. <laughs> can he, can you Are you it? picking the lock closed? <laughs> lock picking goes both you ways. Can you can actually do, actually it. do that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you 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 can. All right, so it's you, so it's a nat twenty lock, so he will never be able to open it ever. His own key doesn't even work anymore. It's just like it's sealed. Well, uh, yeah, I'd say you would absolutely critically succeed. I mean, he's got a very simple lock on his door. You'd very easily be able to use your tools to snap the thing shut. You get a bit of amusement from Craig. I gotta say, I ain't never seen those tools used that way around. <laughs> Be surprised what you learn in finishing school. You learn to finish quite a few things. What the finishing school? An excellent question. 
think she's I just making not, things up now. Yeah, I do not believe his actual thing. Just kind I've of always thought she was some kind of royalty. So the group well, of you... I can't believe. So the group of you make your way up out of town and towards Citadel Altarian itself. Back on the walk up to Hell Knight Hill to, well, bask in your castle, I suppose. Uh, as Resume said, she'd been here some brief amount after you'd returned. Uh, obviously, you all exited through the castle when you came back in through Elsa's ring. And it's going to be a good... It's a, that decent winding journey up there of a, a few miles of switchbacks heading up the very stark bluff. And although the castle looks like it's just right there on the hill outside of town, because it is, the way up is significantly longer. <laughs> but you would arrive there. I'd be waiting there. <laughs> <laughs> I can go straight there. Like I don't know what the problem is for you guys. You'd arrive there just before the morning turned around to afternoon, with your paradors, Marshall and Craig, following along with you. Oh, this is the castle, is it? Did you take it in a siege? I think at some point someone might have, because there's holes in the walls that you wouldn't believe. So it was like this when you got it. It sure was. I certainly hope you didn't Still pay much to for pay it. taxes for it, too. We actually got it for free. Well, I suppose we that's something. We got it for almost dying to a rat, but other than that, we got it for free. That's not a bad deal, actually. And I learned Infernal out of the whole thing. I get the feeling that's not related. And besides, what I see of all this doesn't look like it was taken a battle. It just looks like disrepair. I mean, it's just a little elbow grease, and we call it a night, eh? A little elbow grease and a lot of stone. Oh. It's certainly going to be a large amount of work in trying to get this all back together. So what are you, what are you looking to do? I mean, we cleaned the thing out largely, put the staircase back in that makes a life a lot generally better for you. But I figure there's a whole lot we can still, well, finagle to get this into a more presentable sort of thing if you want to be putting your names on it. You know, the walls being the most obvious one to me. <laughs> Um, so Dalren had actually come up with uh, some plans and some things that he wanted to do, and uh, she'll actually take out his journal and kind of start describing them, um, completing the battlements a little bit. Um, I don't think we need to be as crazy with the ramparts as we are in the rest of the castle. Mostly we would just like it to be enclosed and secure, and, um... I think... I mean, it's one step at a time. We can always get to that later. Exactly. And um, we'd also like to... We'd like to proportion it better so that there's different places for different groups to stay and we don't get too much in each other's way. Uh, he's, you're kind of walking through the front gates and the Citadel itself now, uh, looking around. Well, it seems like it's fairly well sectioned out as it is. It's uh, pretty stoutly divided. Uh, but I, I guess we could rearrange the whole thing. I wouldn't want to be doing much of that before we repair the walls, though, because the these outer walls are, are somewhat load-bearing, and given the damage they've taken, if we're knocking out inner walls, they're more likely going to bring the roof down on ourselves so it doesn't have something to lean on. Well, um, I'm sure I can be at least of, of some help to you with that. Uh, in getting materials up here, I think I think we can, we can do that. I can carry... Hold. She'll do a little math in her head, and she'll throw out uh, an amount of stone that she can get up here for him. Whatever 20 bulk is 80. it? 80. bulk of stone would be. Yeah. Via the magic of shrink item. So, uh, as you're going through those calculations, helping our mimic friend once more for a hero point for Buddy, <laughs> because my Buddy needs to be more Buddy. 
He Thank only you very has much. one hero point, and he needs the plus from Jayazo in the chat. Take that out of your stack. You guys are getting loaded as we're getting ready here. So as you spend some time discussing this uh, is the, the preparation phase, yeah, discussing the possibilities and really what you could do. Really, Craig's recommendations are going to stay pretty solidly on probably repairing the yeah, walls. Yeah, no, and and she's thing. she's fine with that. Um, so there are three main breaches outside there's the general touch-ups that the walls have uh there's that giant hole on the northern side there's the hole in the northwest where the giant dire rats were and there's another hole on the southern end that leads in as well those are the three main collapsed sections that would need to be fixed he figures each of those generally would take him a little over a week of work uh what with hauling the stone and then most of it being actually repairs and largely safely bringing down what is there to put it back together. Uh, but with your assistance, if you were able to provide your shrink on him to help him haul the goods up there, instead of eight days, I could take two off that, probably take him six days, okay. since the transport of the supplies is going to be dramatically easier. That said, it's going to take a lot of manpower, and uh, as he did before, he does offer his own, uh, his own workers to put this all together for you, if you want. Uh, which is going to cost you five gold a day. Um, for... That's fine. Uh, it was four gold a day last time, but Roshin doesn't know that. Uh, also, I've got a... Um, well, this is a bit, like, before what you were doing was just kind was of clearing really and cleaning sample. things out. This is, like, actual hiring. Oh, it is, it is four gold, right? It's five gold for if you're using the burdens. You're right. It would be four gold a day from him, my bad. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Note-taker over here. I like yeah, it. Yeah, see, so you like get, you're getting value out of your note-taker. I am, there. It's I am. easy. Easy rewards. And uh, on top of that, you are going to need... Blah, 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 blah. Um, is it? The stonemason again. This is bad at this. It's going to be another... I believe it's three gold just to have Crack himself oversee this. This is a pretty big that's project. Really so you're going to end up at seven. That's less than hiring the specialist from Burton. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah, it'll be end up being seven total. <clears throat> I am now, uh, and now I've gotten real good at fixing things up, you know. Now I'm, uh, I, I would say, a master at it. So if we needed any extra set of eyes. You could definitely come help. Uh, you could absolutely come help organize the things here and perhaps even make your own crafting checks as part of downtime to make the to possibly expedite this process cool could i potentially help as well you have uh what are you in crafting mister oh then absolutely i love the crafting is just crafting now so your your magical like alchemical poison knowledge is now going to become <clears throat> stone masonry for my like no reason my ability to like bend my shield back out again has transformed into the ability to like build walls <laughs> I'm, I'm also trained in crafting, but I'm not going to say anything because I don't really want to build walls. <laughs> he's, he's playing. I don't want to do that, so I'm not he's, helping. He's playing the role of overseer. He's not uh, building walls. He's telling people how to build. Um, I was hoping uh, that maybe uh, we could go into the citadel and maybe take all of the books that have been sitting there and organize them a bit better. There's some really interesting stuff in there. Aren't you going to be having your hands full, carting up entire wagon loads of stone all by yourself oh. like you promised you were going to? Oh, no, that's that's nothing. I, that's just a walk in the in the 
like what we just did. Can't wait to see this. This is going to be hilarious. Yeah, you'd better keep an eye on her because uh, you, you will be, uh, it'll, it, it's something. Magic typesy, a little tricky. Oh. Uh, be careful. Oh, yes, I forgot to mention. Uh, I'm a sorceress. I, I, I would have thought I would have had you more pegged for the alchemist sort, given the way your living room's all set up. Well, that's my new hobby. Um, that's a hobby. Well, sorcery is something you're born with. It's not like well, I did put a lot of effort into learning how it works because you can't be lazy just because you're born with the gift. Doesn't mean you get to neglect your stuff. Sorry, my my mother. <laughs> Sometimes it happens. Seems like it's getting personal very rapidly. <laughs> uh, as studied I, as I am in the arcane, uh, alchemy is a new hobby. Oh, hello. <laughs> I brushed alchemy it in my chat went, and my chat went away. <laughs> and I tried to get it back and I, right. I messed it up. So, uh, do you have... It's uh, like it was mocking her. So as you're still fairly early in the day, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you having some difficulty over there, man? I'm having so much difficulty. All he's trying to do is get chat open. I'm just so trying to get chat open, it. and it just... It's, it just you should just, be sitting in the corner. It sucks. <laughs> so you've, you've got a, a day here that you could certainly, I'd say, still use for a downtime activity. If you want to hire Craig for this seven gold pieces a day to start working to fix some of these walls together. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you two, if you want to tell me your crafting checks, well, you are using your shrink item largely to just kind of help him with the transportation. And uh, mostly to make Roisin's uh, jaw drop. Big brick? Tiny bricks. Let me tell you about this beta we met. Big bricks again. I feel like I know more about crafting than a four on the die. Do you, though? This historically don't go well for you. That's fine. These, these re-rolls. Oh. Yeah, well, that went yeah. higher. So that's a 25. I, that. I also got a 25. 25 and a 25. Uh, both of you two were able to kind of help hanging out with uh, Craig Colbrand. And so, Marshall and Roisin, what are you guys doing with this day? As they kind of just get to working on repairing this castle. Uh, Craig would absolutely invite you to hang around and, and more, more than that, almost encourage you to sort of ingratiate yourself with these... People with enough wealth to own a castle. Um, <laughs> I mean, I never went on a castle before, so I would more than be happy than to uh, help out Greg uh, here with uh, with uh, fixing the things. I mean, these muscles aren't just for sure. So which, uh, I guess, which of the holes do you want to work on first? Uh, I mean, the one, that the, one, the one in the main, the main, uh, one in that like central area. Oh. Like where the end of the where, courtyard. Where they have like the courthouse, yeah. basically. The one that's in the court. This is a exterior walls. The collapsed one uh, okay. in the inner courtyard. I is thought we were trying to make it deal. so that the it was like a enclosed building that nothing yeah. could just walk in. That's what. Yeah, the outer walls are the ones that you're fixing. Well, it is that not considered? Doesn't that go to outdoors? No, because it's courtyard. an inner wall. It's an inner courtyard. Well, yeah, but it goes to the outdoors, right? Yeah, but it's no. still an inner wall. I mean, it goes it goes to the outdoors, and there's not a roof over it because it's a courtyard. Yeah, well, there was a lot of things in it, but yes, we can. Uh, yeah, we can just do one of the courtyard courthouse or something. Okay, so uh, with the day spent breaking lead on my pencil immediately, with the day spent uh, starting on this project here, you're gonna be working for the next few trying to patch up the first of these big holes in your wall. 
So the group view, uh, unless there's uh, if there's not something else that you would want to be doing, would, seeing as you two have largely just arrived here, have almost a full week of operations working on this castle to be together and to talk. It's passing entire days of fairly, well, simplistic physical labor to really get to know each other. And uh, if you do want to roll me another crafting check. Um, is there anyone in town who is a master in survival who I would know? There's probably, there's nobody in town who's a master in anything that you would know. Got it. God, oh my God, that was horrible. Did you session okay. roll into a natural one? No, no. He rolled oh, I rolled a natural one. I'm session re-rolling. And my... I'm going to use dead... Ooh, baby, that's I'm going to use like deadly it. dolls, this hero point. Super bad at this. Wow. I know, I am. we are super bad at this, don't worry We're, we're going to switch over to, to the like... purple. The, the so RG they're being the expert stonemasons, I take it. Hmm? Well, this is why the this is why you're paying Craig the big bucks. Because they're not Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Okay. Thirty six. Thirty six. That critically succeeds. So that's good. With your assistance, buddy, really, get two days of work done in one. <laughs> Do you know anything about carving up animals? I'm sorry. What? Carving up animals. Do you know anything about it? I know how to do it with people. <laughs> I'm I'm not a butcher. Yeah, uh, well, the process would generally generally be the same. And I, I should right. rephrase that. I <laughs> I have butchered things. Well, yes, I know. From your red eye, I bet you've uh, you're quite intimidating. This is actually true. Speaking of which, Milani, I've never heard of that person. Oh, she's um. Uh, honestly, she's a right terrible person, but uh, she's the goddess who went and gave me my powers, and uh, she won't take them away from me again. Oh, I'm so sorry. I know exactly what that's like. That's horrible. Flu shot. <laughs> <laughs> you are such a weenie! God! What? What is this? I thought this? that was in character because you I didn't want her scuffing your armor. But then I was like, and then I was like, oh. <laughs> so well, he's that. really grimacing. It's like... One of the best improvised scenes on the show so far. Well, uh, we take those. <laughs> A masterpiece, to be sure. So, uh, just to roll the rest of this out here, give me another construction or okay, crafting check real quick. I don't have, ooh, nice. 32. All right, so you'll critically succeed I got 25 again. Which means that you're going to take not six days, but four to uh, this. put together and repair this wall. Yeah, pleasure to have you around. It turns out my craft was a little useful here, but uh, perhaps not on other projects. You, you work through the weekend, Buddy and Trishik's surprising expertise able to expedite along, of course, with uh, Resme's magic, spending a pretty good amount of the day hauling stone back and forth various loads, because it is a large amount of stonework that's going to be done. And, and Roshin will help, but, like, she's not really skilled at any of this stuff. But There she, are she's loads pretty, of just medial just, tasks. Yeah, I can just done. go carry things. Yeah, there putting, are a lot of things that just need to be moved Putting from rocks where be. they're supposed to go, mixing yeah. mortar. There are, you know, size, color, shape. Yeah, there's a whole lot of absolutely <laughs> menial physical work to do here that you could definitely help out Keep, with this. Keeping without. the crew from crippling themselves when they drop blocks on their feet. <laughs> so the goddess Milani, what what is she the goddess of? Uh, well, goddess of, uh, let's see, bloody revolution, I suppose. Hmm. Uh, but uh, honestly, it's what Galt is all about, you see. Uh, I was, I, 
was, first I was grateful for the powers. I thought I could use it to go and put an end to the tyrants in Galt and actually put up something a bit more respectable. Uh, unfortunately, it's just mindless anarchy after mindless anarchy, and I thought I'd go leave, and, well, it didn't end well there. Uh, it's still not ended well there. Well, if it makes you feel any better, we're generally a lot more satisfying to work with than people who cut off your head. Well, I, I, I certainly would hope so. Well, of course. <laughs> friends don't cut off friends' heads. Is that what we are then? Well, I suppose we've been telling each other about things, and I've been carrying your rocks around. You've been hanging out for four entire days. Technically, you've been carrying your rocks around. You did pay for them, but I do appreciate the sentiment, and I think we'd be fast friends. You're right. They're not your rocks yet. She'll say as she digs out a contract, but they will be soon. Wait, why are you fake holding a contract when you have an actual contract? Because I don't know where the actual contract is. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. It's right over I... Hey, an actual contract. <clears throat> now, you'll notice that along with an equal share of the loot, um, we do you also... You want to hold that vaguely in front of the camera for a second so they can... Uh, I gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm short. They yeah, made... So we, we have an actual contract. They made a Heroes contract. of Breachall contract. <laughs> I had no part in this. <laughs> These two just put it together on their own and brought it with them. Today. That is that is beyond a prop. That is a actual <laughs> is a contract. Actual heroes of retail contract. We gotta be serious about this now. There's taxes to be paid and business to be done. You should things be, to be stabbed. Funer things funeral to be expenses stabbed. to be organized. We do cover funeral <laughs> expenses, and we have a very nice health plan. What is the health plan? What, I you? think the health plan's Roshin, actually. The health plan is Buddy will cast Lay on Hands of you. On you, had, no, you had a good health plan. No, the I health have plan died. excellent healing potions. <laughs> we provide healing potions, uh, paladin magic. Yeah. Well, this seems quite reasonable. Thank you very much. You're welcome. See, now they are your rocks. And now you can stop whining about carrying them. I was not whining. There's a contract comes out here. I imagine it's the kind of cast catch marshals I hear is around oh. largely for a, a hired hand. Oh, this, what you got going on over there? Yes, I suppose if you want a share of the loot, you must sign the contract. That's just how it works. I mean, Marshall has no idea what you guys do other than build castle walls. <laughs> well, we've, as been as been we've been gossiping for four days. That's true. So Even like, four days. True. The, there's the nothing more like doing. sitting around with a like a, an ale or something being like, well, uh, I'll have you know <laughs> we've been doing these <laughs> Probably kind of heard some amount of the... Like, there's a lot of words I don't understand on this piece of parchment. Yeah, but, don't worry uh, about it. I've already signed it too, so I mean, it can't be that bad. Um, oh, I I just it I guess like, we could do it the old school way, and I just take my axe and go. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we do it in my country. That is so unsanitary. And uh, Craig would speak up. <laughs> it's also certainly You'll not be how I was dwarves are surprisingly clean. Look, <laughs> these are for clan pacts. We use something <laughs> similar. But it's not the whole of your hand with a, a gallon of blood on the parchment smearing the ink. That's still fresh. I'll just lick it off. But, <laughs> but if you die, I can't cross out your blood. You, you'll just... You'll, 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 you do the fancy magic with the wavy fingers and things. You figure it out. Sort of leans the buddy as the two of you work it. He may not be, well, perhaps the brightest. <laughs> Well, he's certainly very enthusiastic. He's very enthusiastic, and I tell you, he can swing an axe like no man or dwarf or elf I've ever seen in my life. 
Prestidigitation, you're right, Loopy. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we have cancers for. <laughs> Please sign it in actual ink or just a fingerprint if you feel the need to put your. Well, you could have just erased everything it. but the fingerprint. You're making him use more blood now. No, don't use any more blood. <laughs> I have ink. Really, it's fine. But it's traditional. It's more, more like. It's a... traditional for clan work, for family packs and dealings. This is. In Dwarvish. This is human business, Marshall. They don't do that. In Dwarvish, she'll explain it to you very slowly. This is ink. This is paper. Oh, God. I know how to think this through. <laughs> oh, that's better. Okay, so you're telling me I'm supposed to sign human contracts in ink. In ink with a quill or a pen or something. It's, well, I think so, it's so, right touching that you think of us as family so, already. So, so a thumbprint will <laughs> suffice if I dip it in that black goop. If you don't have an... Yeah, that'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> I just actually happen to have some with me. I'll uh, let you stick your you, finger in it. It's not contact yeah, poison, does. is it? <laughs> it's ink. I have this question. I have, I have, I have do that. a small thing of ink, so. So you stab it off with the first of these uh, large gaping holes. We'll say the one on the like the, the court, what was previously the Hell Knight court and the northern side that was the biggest and most visibly offensive of the holes throughout Citadel Altarian's walls. Patched up, and the stonework largely in lieu with the walls around it. Put together and held in a sensible way so it doesn't look like a, just a new patch in an old wall. Touched up enough that it looks, well, almost unnoticeable if you don't really know what you're looking for. Craig does pretty good work, and with Buddy's knowledge, he's able to, again, help out very well. So how many times can you cash shrink item in a day? Uh, Out of curiosity, just just four. Four. Well, no, no, it's oh yes, you don't know it. Well, can, we, can no, you can you I, use a higher level slot to cast a lower slot? level without heightening? Yes. Then I, more. Mm, no, no, no. I have. It's my signature spell. No, you did not, not signature. Not There's not. no reason. No, no, no. Slow is my signature. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, like all of your level threes, and then if you can use a higher slot to cast a weaker spell without heightening it. Then she can use all her level fours and her level fives on it. I don't think you can. I don't, I don't think, think you can either. Really? You don't think that's no, a thing? No, I don't there think that's is, a thing either. Second is a lot simpler. You may be able to. We'll look it up later. The point is, you have more than enough. I'd say it usually take you like three castings of shrink item in a day. In a day, to yeah. To be able to haul all the stuff up there. Maybe there's one second level slot left. So uh, as a group, you head it back down into Breachel. As you're coming in from the... Mm-hmm. Coming in from the northwest. Uh... You walk every time you go in and out this road to Hell Knight Hill through what's definitely the less active part of town because this road leads up to the castle, but not really much else. All the farms and everything are typically around to the east and to the south. And, <laughs> and uh, you have one job. This this road and you this, this corner of the town itself is where the Reliant Book Company was placed some degree out of the way, where a lot of other but I'd say less traveled shops. Apparently I can. Thank you, Arcadis. As you as you come in this Monday evening, your work largely done, you'd notice, as it's kind of apparent, that there's a bit of a change in the buildings and the structures around the northern the northwestern exit to Breach Hill. Specifically, the Reliant Book Company, Vaz's old shop appears to be a bit 
taller and a bit rounder and almost looking like it's a different building entirely. Hmm. You're pretty certain that you would have noticed this previously and there's... Did that building eat another building? Absolutely no way that this could have been constructed over the day you were up working on building a section of a much smaller wall on Hell Knight Hill. Hmm. What's happened? Well, I suppose we should go find out. It's sure to be interesting. This place. Oh, yes. There used to be an, a friend who... This. Somebody used to live there, and now nobody was there, and the building was locked and It's pretty much been abandoned. And this building very clearly changed from yesterday to today, right? <clears throat> well, it it would be different. You'd notice something was different. Like, yeah, other than you two, none of the rest of you are really familiar enough with the town to, like, immediately <laughs> notice what is different. But Resume and Buddy would definitely I'm a master in perception. I think I might you, you notice. Would, you would probably notice there is, a, there is a change. The building was at least different. Well, let's be careful, then. Last time we went in that shop, we almost got skewered by the door. I do not like this door, already. It could, you, you never know, though. Sounds like a terribly uninviting place. Why would you even walk into such a place? Well, at the time, we kind of had to, but yeah. we'll see. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. It doesn't look much different to me, but if you say so. One knock. And so as, as you walk up to it, uh, you can see that above the doorway in pretty decently large brass lettering, it says, Paokian Fancy Magics. Oh, what are you waiting for? Can't we just go in? It looks like it's just a shop. Did I not hear a story about this man from Wait, from you give guys? me a minute. She'll start to partially cast <laughs> Mansion Door for a couple times and then just go, <clears throat> she'll just open the door. Let's open the door. Oh my Side. God, here it is. Here it is. Hey. Your hat looks a little grumpy. My head is probably a little grumpy. Hey, that's worse. <laughs> He's so sour. <laughs> it just looks like an old man with the grumpiest face possible. It's just getting worse. There was an old man <laughs> standing, uh, or rather sitting in a kind of extravagant plush chair behind a countertop. And the interior of this building is, is absolutely not the Reliant Book Company that you recognize. <clears throat> The edges of the walls are lined with various robes, staves, and wands put up on different racks, some together, some in individual displays or uh, stands all entirely to themselves. And uh, as you head in, the wizard almost doesn't even seem to notice that you are there <laughs> immediately. Uh, hello. I believe uh, last we met we were in Mwangi, and now you're in Breach Hill for some reason. Oh! Uh, uh, welcome to a Paokian fancy. Did you say Mwangi? Yes. And this, uh, you two would, would recognize this man. Yeah, I remember but, sleeping uh, through most of the conversation, but I do remember he, it. <laughs> he was fairly elderly before. <laughs> But now he looks ancient. His beard having gone from gray to an almost complete stark white. While his hat has only gotten darker and perhaps a little less well-kept. 
a beard now trailing almost down his waist as he looks up at the group of you his eyes stopping on resume and buddy wait you've taken this paokian magic a little far you have aged i remembered you you too but you you had it uh, did it did it work and he he, he rifles around under the desk and pulls out a pretty big ancient leather-bound tome and plops it with a cloud of dust on the table and opens it up and starts slowly turning page by page <clears throat> through what looks to be hundreds of pages. I hold on. This, this was there was the experiments with there was um, the expansion. Can I can I get a look at what he's it what looks he's like <laughs> it's a spell book. I think it's but rather than the traditional spell book where pages are dedicated to individual spells, it looks like each spell is given pages and pages and pages of equations and theory crafting and just nonsense as far as you can tell. This was Mwangi, Mwangi, Mwangi that we had tried. There was the repeat. Ah, yeah, here, this. It was the sustained quadratic casting of a dimension door spell with partial incantations to full motion over a period I, of a week. I, I remember. I, I took notes. We. That was you. That was. What? 15 years ago? Oh dear. It was more like a couple of weeks ago for us. Was it now? It was, sir. I fear you have meddled with time overmuch. Oh, well, I had been experimenting, and he starts turning a couple pages more. <clears throat> I had been working to see if I could... I wonder if I twist his hat backward. It'll be one time. Dissect the various <laughs> filaments of temporal magic contained within a, st a stuttered cantrip to see... I'm, I'm sorry, I just wanted to see whether or not it would work. Whether what? If I turned your hat the other way, if it would turn you back in time. I can't imagine the position of the hat on my head is is going to affect the calculations. No, I... It could have hit it too tight. But what are the... What are the odds that the two of you would find me again here in this... Oh, isolated country town. Because this is where we're from. Then, then how haven't I, how haven't I been met before now? <sighs> I think temporal flux has finally gotten away with you. If I understood your lecture from last time, and she'll start to kind of parrot back some of his theories at him, explaining that we've entered kind of a new time. Uh, he dimension loop. door all the way to a parallel timeline. I know, I understand <laughs> that. Oh, but when we met in Mwangi, I hadn't anticipated the consequences of the dimension door experiment would be quite so expensive. I believe. With these various temporal filaments, I had tried to weave with lesser magic to a, a basic time control that I 
<clears throat> I very well may have created a parallel universe. I think that's precisely what you've done. So you... Tell me, you are from here. Mm-hmm. Is this... How long has the Paokian fancy magic been a part of your Breach Hill? One day. One day? I've been here a decade. I... I think you may have gotten that... You... I think that exponent is wrong. What? I think... And he looks down. I think you went... I don't think you should have gone quadratic. I think you should have gone... Logarithmic! Of yes. course, here, because of the... Oh, I see, I see. Because of this, this is a higher level spell. We're dissecting here, of course. I had anticipated that the growth of the arcane... Uh, well, uh, the arcane ley lines that I'd need to draw from would would have been more exponential, but logarithmic makes oh, yeah. no sense. Just it starts rubbing it around with my bag. Uh, <laughs> um, Can't see a cup and... As much as I would actually love to talk about you with this forever, and we literally could, I don't. Well, I don't suppose <laughs> you have things for sale. I haven't seen the pair of you in in fifteen years. Man, and your voice I, is like a lullaby. I've never gotten to sleep this fast in my whole life. What I imagine may very well have been a separate universe than the one that you had previously met me in. You had different allies at the time, and we clearly have experienced time differently since then. I'm afraid my allies passed on naturally. Ah, well, I had found an interesting figment of this temporal extrapolation. You see that at some level, magic is tied to the dimension in which it is cast. Not the plane, but the dimension, the universe as a whole. Well, so of course it is. If you had, ca I had been experimenting. Oh man, I'm getting a crick in my neck. Do you mind if we? I have got to get a better bed. Maybe if I keep moving along, you guys uh, stay here. I'm gonna go back and maybe I've got a hammock that I've been setting up out back, and it would real do some use out here. So as man yeah. and Pig take some time to uh, to explain at least his theory of. How he went so wrong <laughs> as to create a branch of reality where his shop exists, where Vaz's once stood in your breach hill. I think that's probably a solid time for us to take a break. They mean the theory of gelativity? What? You know, because time is like jelly. It's timey-wimey. It's timey-wimey. timey-wimey. It's wibbly-wobbly. It's wibbly-wobbly. All the wibbly-wobbly. And uh, as through his explanations, you would come to discover the man and, and Piuk is, well, a powerful caster in his own right and does have some various tools, staffs of both his own creation, those he's acquired throughout his time, that are substantially more uh, powerful and perhaps even rarer than what you would have found even at Wizard's Grace and Breach Hill Briar. What a shame he's senile. But we're going to take... <laughs> we're going to take our midstream break here chat we'll be You're right back man. in a couple of minutes as we resume here Madam Pick <clears throat> and Resme having looked through some of his calculations figuring out how this parallel universe appears to have been spun off from his or yours or whatever uh, but in the, in the time Resme would discover that he does in fact have some fairly useful and in fact valuable okay. things 
uh, predominantly among them a lesser staff of abjuration that I think you were interested Ew. in. Resme will get really, oh, really excited and she'll pick up the staff and she'll go, can we wrap it in a bow? Well, I, I don't have any, any oh, that's okay. I have one. wrappings or anything, but that staff right there is the, well, the really the best for an acolyte or an apprentice or an unpaid intern, perhaps <laughs> helping to dabble in the arts of abjuration. It's a, it's a great introduction for like a children's level of abjuration magic. I'm going you... to set you on fire. <laughs> uh, please do not set him on fire. He has many items we would like to buy. I'm very certain that the town would rather frown on that, seeing as how it's inside their walls. He has and been here for many years. I very much, uh, all things that I bring here in Paokian fancy magics uh, have all been certified and checked by myself. Some are experimental, admittedly, but that one, that one is fine and safe enough, and I'm sure that your son or daughter will enjoy their first foray into wizardry. <laughs> Trying so hard not to cast Fantastic Killer at him. Yeah. I'm just gonna take a moment outside now and play with my new toy. Resume, I'll take care of the uh, shop no, for you. No, is, is this what they call no bully? Make sure you read the instructions. I will murder you. You should be somewhat careful, as even though uh, all of the magic contained in such a simplistic <laughs> staff is very mundane and easily understandable. Is he still talking? Uh, no, he appears to have gone into the realm of a ramble. used uncarefully, I would Un just recommend <laughs> as your children experiment with this that you at least supervise them for the first few days. I'll watch over you for the first couple times. Until you are positive that they have grasped the concepts. I'm going to cast Prying Eye up <laughs> in the ceiling and then I'm going to walk out the door. It's a prying eye. It's, it's just an eye that watches but you. But you know, invisible? <laughs> <laughs> Can you see it? No. Uh, oh. Is it invisible? I, I, I think it is invisible to everyone but me. Ah. Uh, that'd be funny if this <laughs> giant eyeball. eyeball onto his roof. Wait. <laughs> just Depending on how strong he is. Yep, he it's might an invisible it. floating eye. I can see anything within 500 feet of me in all directions. <laughs> it constantly transmits what it sees to me. Are you sure you want that? <laughs> it's not even. All right, she seems You sure. want a constant mainline to whatever Man and Peak does in his own home in his free time. <laughs> For Have you month? ever experienced old men in a locker room? <laughs> like we did earlier. Are you sure that you want a constant mental feed? <laughs> of a 90-year-old wizard who doesn't seem to be entirely there? While they are in the shop and she I am not. She doesn't know that she doesn't want it yet. <laughs> we'll see. That's a learning experience You'll everyone see. must go through. Oh, she'll see everything. This, this is a surprise tool for later. <laughs> well, very well. So with that... <laughs> I still know you look into my prying eyes. The good news is you have your lesser abjurer staff now. 
Yes. For whatever the price of a lesser And mental is. damage in the near future. <laughs> you will sleep awkwardly tonight. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to literally see... It's ten minutes. It's really like, not that long. Oh, it's ten minutes. I, was, just, I thought it was just like a chill there. No, like, You're going to see this man in your literal dreams as you get this continual feed <laughs> of the inside of Man and Pig. No, shops. dude. I just I wanted to leave the shop, but I wanted to see what they were going to buy. Just for the record, you only need to see it once to scar your mind. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the rest of the party is interesting in purchasing anything, really. I think they just... We have I mean, no, if you uh, leave, Buddy's going to be the first out of the door. This is a very you type of shop. Yeah, I don't know if you know our interests, but I've got a, a really nice glass of ale here. You know, you've got some good <clears throat> stuff. I get. I like keep you around. We should go get oh, some yeah. pig's ears. Why would we want it? They're delicious. Actually, quite good. If it is for eating, I understand. Yeah. It's very what sporadic. What else would you use the pig's ear for? It's magic. I do not understand. Oh, yeah, that's true. Magic's <laughs> weird. So it would be at this point fairly late in the afternoon, with maybe a, a half hour or so until the sun's setting, as you spent the vast majority of the day working on the, uh, the wall. You could stop by uh, the pig's ear <laughs> that you have had a hand in renovating previously, perhaps to introduce some of your non-Bichillian friends to pickled pig's ears, which is a thing that people eat, apparently. <clears throat> I think Buford is probably a fan of. Don't I don't know where Resme lands on pickled pig's ear land. I'm here for the ale. Fair enough. Don't they fry the ears are... there now? Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah, you got them fry. You got them, you got them frying. I mean, they probably still have the pickled ones, but you do also have the, the fried kind of puffy. And they'll be delicious. Like pork rinds as well, Basically. which is much, much more reasonable. So, and then after that, is it's getting kind of late, I assume everyone here trickles back to wherever <clears> you're staying, which raises the question of uh, where are Roshin and Marshall heading to in Breach Hill? There are... You can stay with me. I have an extra room. Oh, would be totally kind. I, I suppose the castle didn't exactly look safe to live in just yet. No, you really shouldn't sleep there. You would not even fit through my door. You what are go- you trying to tell me? I'm lighting up on the bread a little bit. No, it's not that. It's <laughs> that. You do know oh. that he can uh, turn. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> what he said? I can just turn sideways and my just... chest isn't that big yet. Yeah. Yeah. Think... Most of the space inside your house seems to be taken up by your alchemy equipment. Oh, I could fix that. It, it, I, well, I have other places to put speaking it. Speaking of alchemy, I have this uh, paper here. Is that formula you asked for? Oh, happy day. I'm gonna have fun with this. She she scares me just just a wee bit, just just a wee bit. It occurs to me perhaps staying inside your very tiny cottage with all of your very large explosive equipment might not necessarily be a wise idea. Is a little safer than mine. I could roll over in my sleep. You're not gonna. I have a bedroom. <laughs> you, it's, there's an upstairs. Well, you know, Marshall. I know you're a uh, your friend. Have you been staying with your friend? Oh yeah, he's he's got a bunker in the back. Oh, cool. uh, Craig, <clears throat> Craig w- would not really. He, uh, he has a... <laughs> You're like, the, yeah, the actual, no. Well, the actual workshop that he has in town... What he means by a, a room in the back is, is there's a hammock out, out back. Oh. And he doesn't live in his... Sh- <laughs> well, he, he does live in his shop, but it's in a relatively tiny back room. He, well, you guys are more than welcome to you stay guys, he me, would not. You, know, you would well, not well, be on friends enough terms for Craig to let you stay in the one I'll tell you the secret. Owns. It was really a broom closet. He just gave me a couple of ales and I passed right out in there and I'm fine. Oh, well, that's pretty nifty. Well, I mean, if you want to come stay with me, you know, my wife is a fantastic cook. <laughs> and although we don't, although we don't have a whole lot of room, we've got some uh, some pretty I good, mean, like, bedrooms. 
yeah, we've got some bedrolls, and they'll work real well in our what's, living room. What's a bedroll? I don't use this. I usually just sleep in the ground. Oh, Buddy uses yeah, them for his armor. Well, in that case, uh, <laughs> in that case, uh, sure, I'll take it off if your wife will cook me up a meal. I'll get, she I'll... would be delighted. She's actually a really good cook. I'll... As long as you tell her the food's good, you're you're good to go. I'll help you. <laughs> I'll help you catch some wild boar, and then we'll feast on she, that. If you bring her, if you bring her some good stuff, she'll be right heavy. Well, I'll be. I'll meet you over there in about an hour. I'm gonna go get me some wild piggies. Besides, if you bring, if you got that some of that stuff from out of town, you know the real good stuff, then she'll be real happy. Lady, I bought it. I I just dart out the door. Thank you kindly for your hospitality. I have hundred year old elven wine. You definitely want to come stay at my place. Oh, see if you talked me into it. So with three people now staying in place. <laughs> Buddy's little farmstead he has outside of town. Very cozy house. And uh, Roshi and heading up to Resmus. I mean, it's probably extremely uh, a very good atmosphere in the house. She's going to wake up with rollers in her hair. I think I really actually would just be sleeping in the shed. (laughs) Marshall aiming to bring you a nice border roast of the evening. You want to roll me a survival check? All right. 12. 22. Uh, Marshall's not bringing you a boar <laughs> to eat this evening. Is with like an hour of twilight outside of town in a place he's not familiar with. There is. You guess anything? There is basically zero chance he's gonna run down and find a wild boar. That said, he could definitely get a couple of rabbits, a uh, brace of rabbits to bring back fairly easily. There ain't no shame in that. Not quite the, uh, not quite the right. dream impact he was so, he was hoping for. But I so, so I come back and I just have like a whole bunch of squirrels and maybe a raccoon, maybe. In, in my hand, I'm like, well, it's it's not exactly a wild boar because well, apparently yeah, I wasn't re- that lucky. But you can make some stew out of these guys. That'll look be at perfect. this chunky one. There's nothing that contributed to the meal. Ain't there? Ain't no shame in that. I have uh, plenty of meat left over from Mwangi. It will be fine. Well, yeah. I mean, if you say so. I mean, if you refuse a meal from Bonnie, you know whose skin's gonna be. He's not refusing. He's making sure children get the extra. They'll have food. You don't have to worry about that. But I mean, I know that some people don't, you know, like having skin. But I mean, if you would rather not, that's feel free. But <laughs> if he's a lizard, doesn't he shed it anyway? I mean. That- that may be, that, it might be a cultural difference. You got a real good brain on you, sir. I, I'm not, not be the brightest ember in the, in the forge, but you know, I, every so often I get a little lucky with, with uh, some, some biology, with, even with such wonderful wizard folk. It still intrigues me a little bit, because I, I still want it as a pet. I really do. <laughs> Is we do shed every uh, few years. I knew it. Mm. It's necessary. We constantly grow. We get the big. Oh, that explains why you're so big. <laughs> he is like 6'10", so he is a giant lizard man. Yeah, he's like towers over everybody. Typically so, uh, hunched over now. more towards like <laughs> buddy height. But uh, for now. To be polite. <laughs> yeah, literally to be polite. <laughs> Wearing gloves to hide like the claws and stuff. Going out of his way to seem less threatening. You're going to get lectured on skincare. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get some makeup tips that match that red eye you have. Oh, thank you. How to make the best of it. Resume has a girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Your hair is getting done. You're just, you're gonna be lovely. There is a second female character in the party now. And unfortunately though, perfume is useless because the battle, battle oracles always smell like steel and blood and there's nothing you can do about it. You would kind of, yeah. Is that that 
a challenge? I was you about would, to say, she probably party more with You would kind else. of notice as Rasheen came to your place that she... That smell would start to grow a little more once you're in a like a closed area with her. She does literally smell like she just murdered somebody <laughs> at all times. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I've been around weirder people. You have also been around a lot of people who were recently murdered, so it's not... <laughs> Unfortunately, it is not it is not a strange smell to me. So the three of you got arrested and crashing at Buford's barn. Two of you have at resumes. And sometime after you go to sleep, you would hear a really firm and solid knock at the front door of Buford's farmstead. Never seen a man and move so fast you, to try and get to the third knock before it hit so that it didn't wake Bonnie even up. As you're getting up, Bonnie is already rolling over. <laughs> Fury in her eyes. Buford? I, I swear they probably didn't wake the kids. If I have to deal with interruptions at Almadine knows what hour in the middle of the night sure from all of these know. new friends you're bringing around. I'll make sure they know. They'll never, never again, ma'am. Never again. Don't Ooh. you worry about it. I'll Buford, be you better be Damn sure they know not to return when the sun's down, or you better not bother coming back to this bed. 100%, ma'am. 100%. Go march over the door. Open the door. So at this point, it's like, (laughs) it's pitch black outside. It's gotta be at least midnight, if not later. And as you open the door, angry already. Can I roll and intimidate? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You can. But there's nobody. There's nobody at the door. Look around in kind of the darkness here. It doesn't look like anyone's there. It though, if if they start they start pratchet children again, doing that like, you know, whatever they call it, they're knocking and run away. I'm gonna be real, real mad. So you take a moment. I imagine <clears throat> it's like it's super dark. You can't really see anything. There's no lights on your house. I don't know, honey. I think it's those pratchet kids. As you shut the door, uh, the air, the motion of the door closing blows a piece of parchment that's on the ground that appears to have been slipped under the door frame. And you can hear it kind of rustling on the floor. It hmm. gets real dark and you can't see a whole lot of anything. I did. It's probably some kind of candle or something next to the door. Forgot. So why ah. up a quick candle or a lantern? You pick up. I don't this. think this is English. I think this must be for. Uh, I don't. I, this must be for uh, <laughs> the sleeping lizard. Uh, true chic. True chic. Uh, I'm gonna tell you now. These are your people, and they end up coming around. They have uh, coming around this time of night. It's gonna be a serious problem. Uh, <clears throat> assuming you go and wake me up. Tell well, me yeah, that there's yeah. people leaving letters well, for well, me. Well, oh yeah, that's you're right. You're on the I'm shed. I'm in the shed. I thought you were sleeping on the couch. No, he's on your couch. I'm in the shed. All right. Well, he won't be any help to us. <laughs> this ain't even in common. I swear. Can you not read it? It's in cursive. <laughs> <laughs> that's not can you not read script? No, I can, well, I can, but I wouldn't be able to with Buddy. He'd, he'd be able to read Chicken Scratch if it was in bold. I have a proposition for you. I wish to speak about potential employment of your skills, but do not wish to involve the authorities. This is a matter for which your skills are uniquely appropriate, but also one that must one that 
must needs remain secret. Yeah, mm-hmm. one, the one that must needs remain secret. It's I've, a weird phrasing. I've taken the liberty of commandeering your local stonemasons. What? workshop is a meeting place come before sunrise and do so alone if you do not meet me before then or if you involve the authorities this one time offer will not be issued again in such a case please accept my condolences in advance for your stonemason's fate in the unfortunate fire that come that claimed his workshop it does appear Someone is attempting a little bit of a threat. If you would like, I go take care of this. So do you if, know any lizard folk that, that would uh, send you a letter like this? It was not intended for me. Well, I mean, it I had to be not, if it was in your language. This is in common. No, that ain't common. It is common. No, it's, the letter is very swelly. Is is very, very swelly, very well, fancy. Well, that's why it's in your language. I mean, this the is letters, a, if they weren't all swirly, they would be mine. This is from a learned man of your language. Well, he may have spoken my language, perhaps, but he definitely wrote in your. Perhaps someone. <laughs> <laughs> this is a potential of resume. Is very fancy, very high end, high class. Mm. Well, I mean, I don't think Resme speak. Well, she speaks a lot of languages, so it must be written in one of those. Surprised uh, you're such a learned man, though. I need to be, sometimes. If you would like so to you're... wake everyone up, I no, will no, 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 that ain't happening. First of all, <laughs> and uh, check out what is happening. So it's worth noting uh, the address. As you started with the body of the letter, there it is addressed to esteemed adventurers. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I completely glazed over that. Yeah, it is a... Uh, Why did he show up by himself? It is, hey, what's it up? Is, <laughs> it is plural. Yeah. He shows up by himself. No, I'm not clearly. showing it's up. It's not, I'm hello, showing. buddy, or shushik, or whatever. It's, it's okay. two esteemed <laughs> adventurers. And, buddy, I must pull forth from Kados once more here. From, uh, I'm going to butcher this, and I'm sorry. Hermagistus? Hermagistus. Hermagistus. For buddy. A hero well, thank points. you, Hermagistus. Your third, I think. Yeah. Some good stacks here. Yeah, all things considered, we should get everyone. Okay, here's the plan. Now listen very carefully. You've got. I've known. I've seen you. Now you sneak as softly as you can, walk into that room that my wife is sleeping in, and retrieve my armor. <laughs> no. Don't wake anybody up. If you move too fast. She's going to wake up. If you breathe too hard, she's going to wake up. Don't even look at her. You got it? I've got a lot of pieces of armor. They're in the closet. uh, See what I can do. Okay. I'm going to wake up this man over here, Marshall. I'm going to actually roll a stealth check. (laughs) (laughs) It's understandable and reasonable. DC 1000. Well, that's pretty good. That's not bad. That's a 35. So, uh, with a 35... I just walk in, pick up all the stuff, and walk in. in fact, be able to get in there and near silently grab the various pieces of Buddy's full plate, slinging them around on your arms over your shoulders. Bag of holding. The, oh, well, if you put it in the bag of holding, it's going to clatter. So, what? you can't even get it into the bag of holding right now, because you got to oh, stuff it, it's like, all, a cuirass yeah. into a bag of holding. Okay. You can't even do that right now. Yeah. You get it all up and loaded and held in various positions so none of the metal 
is scraping and clattering against anything else. <clears throat> and silently, the tips of your talons make your way back out from Buddy's I'm bedroom. I'm going to get a bottle, take out a bottle, and on the on the side, it's going to be a little flask. It's going to say, keep from Bounty. <laughs> and it's going to be this tiny little bottle of, like, a really potent strong ale. And I'm just going to wave it in front of Marshall's nose. <laughs> I'm going to be like, now be quiet here. Nice and easy. Breakfast. Uh, well, yep. Right, right, yep. Um, okay. <clears throat> now we got to sneak out of here. You got it? You with me? Oh, I, I, I suppose so. I don't yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, do you live Big Red? Uh, is uh, she, he, he around here somewhere? Oh, I was cuddling with her. Move to covers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I ain't here to judge. So, uh, what we need to do. I have so many questions I don't want to ask you. <laughs> we need, we need to get out of the house. And if we can do that as quietly as possible, the more likely we are to be alive tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, sure. Just, uh, I want some of that first. Yeah, it's real good stuff, actually. It's a uh, keep it on a lowdown. So after setting your armor down outside, I'm going to come back in and just come and scoop you up. And then stealth just carry you out, <laughs> without, put you outside. My armor, you could probably do that, yeah. And then come and do the same thing to you, but the axe is gonna take its own trip. <laughs> or you could just drag it off and be like, ah, oh, come back. <laughs> the point is to be quiet. <laughs> okay, uh, now that uh, now that we don't need to be so quiet, can you please suit up? We have to go. Yeah, this may take a bit. So if I can do this, and maybe if you, with your uh, you know, higher knowledge and whatnot, maybe write a little note to my uh, wife here, be like, we'll be back later. I think it's best if we just come back before she wakes up. Let that her... ain't never gonna happen. So, uh, she wakes up before the kids do, and that wakes, they wake up at about 5 o'clock in the morning. So, um, uh, I'm gonna, I'll write a note. Not to worry. I'm just gonna write feedback. Uh, I have idea is better. And I'll pull out that blue ink again, put it down, and write out a little we'll be back shortly. Mm. I'm mm. taking Buddy mm. into town <laughs> for some medicine. Your child. <laughs> Signed Trushik. Okay, perfect. Yeah, this that'll that'll ease her worries. Same thing as earlier. Suiting <clears throat> up here. Ching, 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 ching. Outside, Far enough from the like, house that it doesn't get too sticky. Like, way out in the field. Buddy yeah. needs help getting his armor on. And while you two are putting the armor on, I'm going to start heading over to wake them up. Uh, you're going to get a really evil surprise. What? Because Resme has her night cream on all over her face, and her ha- and both of their hair is up in curlers. And when you wake them up, I don't know that I can handle this. They look like. My will saves my lowest save. <laughs> the devil comes to the door and looks upon you with wrath that cannot be met. Can I reflex to close my eyes before it's burned into my mind? <laughs> Roshin's curlers are just all on one side of her head. Have her head shaved. So just a wall of curlers over here. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, perhaps, but this is not. 
Did you want me to start stabbing someone now? Yes. We Passive have uh, the stuff off your face. We have stuff a off my potential. Face. This is the weirdest feeling I've ever had in my life. <laughs> While she's reading, she's using prestidigitation to get the curlers out yeah, of their trying hair. To, trying to magic everything. <laughs> we do have potentially hostage. Ooh, your skin is so soft now, though. I, I, I should think so. You took the top layer off when you used that <laughs> spell on me. Oh, well, this is unfortunate. What is it? It's a ransom note, it appears. A ransom note? That's a job offer. No, it is not a job. It is a job offer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've had quite a number of these in the past. It's very Kendallstein, but it's a job, nonetheless. I'm, I, I mean, they're trying to strong army a bit. They're saying they're going to burn down stonemasons. Craig, he's a nice fellow. And uh, also, I think it'd be terrible because Marshall really, really seems fond of him. So we should probably at least go and make sure that doesn't happen. They should be here in a couple moments. He had to put on Buddy's suit. Oh, that'll take a minute. Yeah, I went ahead to get you to. And then also, well, walk actually, I'll get the time too. Uh... And, and then walk here, and actually, Buddy is the faster of the two characters. <laughs> He's speed fifteen. <laughs> by really? the way, because uh, I'm wearing scale mail. And he's a, a dwarf. dwarf with scale mail. But dwarfs kept but the low I can go... speed. Lost the ignoring armor. Oh speed my god! So but when I rage, I'm twenty-five. I he's think he's faster when he's raging. Yeah. Oh, that's but, good. Uh, that was important. Yeah. Yeah. That's, but he is speed 15 by default. Well, that's going to give Roshin plenty of time to put so, her armor on. So. <laughs> they probably will not arrive until well after Roshin is... You also have full plate? I also have full plate. So you would also need help putting your armor on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I will um, leave the two of you to put on full plate, and I will go see what the hell is going on with the stonemason's place. I'll go with you. Scout. you got to help put on the armor, and I'm yeah, quite literally going to scout it. Oh, oh okay. He needs, he needs assistance yeah. with that. All right, uh, I'm going to do rogue things. Hearth Singer Games raiding over. Welcome, Welcome to the party, oh, baby. Perfect timing. We just got a ransom note, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> things yeah. are things are happening. I hope you guys had a good stream. Welcome. So you make your way down to uh, Craig Coldbrand's shop, and the uh, the I'm workshop. Going to pop the invisibility on my leather armor when I get close. Okay, and then uh, activating your armor ability, turning invisible. Uh, the shop, as it is. A fairly squat and sturdy building. Never really had any windows. It's got a pretty big double door at the front. It's a bay almost large enough to back a small wagon into, as well as an access door on the side that comes in right near the counter that Craig would have been behind. Uh, there is not any way to get in here that you see without opening a door, which, well, you're invisible. A door opening clearly is not. Yeah. But that does let me know that there's not, like, people outside waiting. There's, there's nobody outside or around the UC. Why don't you make me a perception check? Oh, sorry. I'll move this <laughs> I note out of the dice tray. Throw dice on this ransom note. Uh, 21. Uh, with a 21, looking around the area, you don't see anyone really hidden. And as it's fairly close to the river in the center of town, most of the yard around Coldbrand Shop is... A bunch of stacked, like it almost looks like a junkyard, but with stone instead of car scrap. Uh, he's got a fairly large area with several wagons and carts, <clears> and there there are a lot of places that people could be hiding. But you're invisible, and you can like go through all of them. Looking around, you don't see any sign of anybody around scouting, waiting to ambush, or even on lookout. Uh, the area around the shop appears to be completely empty. Okay. And that only lasts two minutes. It's a second level stealth. Yeah. So yeah, you can quickly stuff. kind of canvas the area around it. 
don't see anything terrible. And then I'm going to get perched on a nearby roof overlooking the front door and wait for everyone to arrive. A little bit later, after some full plate and some very slow walking down from Buddy's farm. Oh, from Resmaze. Well, from Buddy's farm to Resmaze, and then from Resmaze <laughs> into town. Sheik would see the group of you coming. Now, Breach Hill is a very small little village, really. And it's... The activity is down to literally zero at night. Like, there is there is nobody out when the sun goes down. Breach Hill is the kind of town where the bars aren't even really open after more than an hour or two after sundown. And this is clearly past midnight at this point. The moon is pretty high overhead, providing some light, a half moon. And as you all approach into town, obviously you're sitting perched up on a rooftop, watching over everything, uh, scouting, seeking. Yeah. Scouting. I'm literally, if <clears throat> as they're approaching, like you are literally a scout right now. Yeah. You can cast long strider on somebody else, right? Uh, sure, if it doesn't say personal. It doesn't. I'll then. cast long strider on him so he can at least keep up with us. Okay. That'll give him an extra so ten it, feet. It gives you twenty-five foot. Normally, so you're the same as now, now Buddy's back. Basically. Your legs just got kind of yeah. longer. The natural order is I did restored. take fleet, so I'm actually also 25. Oh, baby, hey. everyone's 25 now. I'm 20. Okay. Oh, we have a new <laughs> slow friend. Sorry. Ian's pulling up the back. I, I can get quick, but only for a little bit at a time. So. so, as the group of you come into town, all having read this note left at Buddy's door, what are you, what are you doing, Buddy? Um, I probably wouldn't be shielding. I'm probably actually just looking out, trying to see, like, just kind of keep an eye out. I don't really know what we're walking into. I feel like it's probably going to be some lizard folk, even though someone tries to deny it. I know. I know. So I'm just going to be kind of looking out. Uh, I guess I'll cast prying eye and see if I can't send it ways away ahead to see if I can't. Like a cantrip? Or? No, it's level five. Oh, okay. Uh, so you can... It's an invisible floating eye, one inch in diameter, at a location I can see within 500 feet. So you could absolutely, from the like the edge of town, basically cast it down onto yeah, exactly. the stonemason shop. And uh, you can make me a perception check as well. Now that I see them approaching and I haven't noticed any movement, I'm going to switch over to stealth and take cover behind the lip okay. of the roof. Give you that. I'll rules. see like a little glint of his knife as we walk by, and I'll be like, oh... There he is over there. That improved. That improved. 17. Yeah, the 17. You also, much like Trishik, you don't see anybody around the outside. There's nobody visibly waiting for you. Uh, so how about you, Roisin? Um, So Roisin, um, I mean, looking up here, she's not really sure. That she's not really familiar with this town. She doesn't really know too much about what's going on with this. Uh, so she's just going to be looking around, just trying to see where the contact is. She's not really expecting to get jumped right now, even though she does have her gear. Um, I will turn on dark vision, though. You have dark vision? I do, with my new amulet. Oh, right. You can give yourself dark vision for 10 minutes. Yeah. So, uh, pop that on. That is, does raise a question where it's, it's, the moon is overhead. It's not literally pitch black outside, like you guys can see where you're going, but do you have any torches or lanterns? Or are you I think just it's walking? best if we didn't. Uh, or at least not I think we got inside. <clears throat> yeah, that's yeah. kind of why I turned it on. Alrighty. So I noticed it's only really briefly come up before JT, uh, but... Exploration mode is this sort of you are doing something active. There's potential for things to go wrong. What are you doing that either lets you make checks or gives you a bonus <clears throat> should things start happening? So he's okay. he's hiding. Uh, all three of them are seeking, as far as I can tell. Okay. So 
you can generally, if you, if you kind of remember the one shot we did before, the, the right. main options that are available to you as a barbarian, because you don't have a lot of special stuff you can do. Not really. Is either also looking to roll percept to get a chance to roll perception if things happen, scouting, which gives everybody a bonus to their initiative which should you get jumped or a fight breakout, mm -hmm. uh, or you can be uh, investigating, which would let you use any of your uh, lores Social or skills. knowledges to uh, <laughs> to get to recall knowledge about things, which probably isn't super barbarian. Um, uh, those are probably going to be the primary ones that you'll generally be using. I figured, well, what I was I was actually thinking about doing scouting before you even mentioned it, okay. honestly. So, so I'm alert. just going to have my axe out and just kind of be like, yeah, lizard, lizard, lizard. <laughs> Come and yeah. play. So he's, he's got big this, this give you a kiss. <laughs> giant axe in his hands. Do you all have your weapons out? Short bow, uh, ready, and drawn. If, if by that you mean my I mean, awesome hands. Being the people that have I weapons. feel pretty safe in this town, so I probably wouldn't. Um, I don't have my shield I don't either. feel safe here. I'll, yeah. I'll, I guess I'll take a cue from, from Buddy and Resme, who are well, clearly walking around not obviously armed right now. I Besides, guess this is a job You offer. do have Marshall behind you with a but giant he, axe. He has hands, a love affair with his axe, so that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> he takes that thing to bed. I he guess I technically do his. feel safe, because I didn't poison the arrow. Yep. So as you come up to Craig Coldbrand's shop. All of you, uh, again, see it looks largely abandoned. There's, I mean, the, the shop has no windows. It's a stout workshop, uh, but it's got the two front doors of the main bay facing the street and a door around the side of the building that leads in, you'd know, still to that main floor, but past the fireplace by the counter. Perhaps a side door would be less obvious. I uh, wouldn't want a uh, night watchman to walk by. Do they have night watchmen here? Uh, they do, but they hardly ever come around. They're normally sleeping. We're drunk. And and the town pays this. This is our taxes, Clark. <laughs> yeah, sure. They're actually real good when they wake up. Then they're called daytime watchmen. They're just well, called no, the watch. Well, they get paid for it at night, so that's why they're night watchmen. <laughs> this town is absolute trash. You know that? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good when, once you get sir. to going. <laughs> Uh, well, I feel like we could just, I mean, aren't they expecting us? Can't we just walk up and knock? I'd imagine they probably left the side door open for us if it's going to be a clandestine meeting, as it were. Sure sounds yeah. it. I've, like I've never really done anything well, like that. Seeing them before. go to the side door, I'll reposition. All right, so you staying outside? Yeah, I'm staying outside, but I'm going to get on a top of the door above it. Okay, so you'll uh, kind of perch up on the wall outside the side door here. And uh, the, the rest of you, you would find the side door closed but unlocked. Yeah, it's a farm. Yeah, it's not my first rodeo. Yeah, you know, this is pretty exciting. I've never done one of these before. Pretty interesting. It's really exciting the first few times, but afterwards, it just feels like a job interview. Mm. Well, all right, and I guess I'll just head in. Uh, I haven't had a boyfriend, so I haven't done this either. I don't think we're doing anything that deals with boyfriends in here. Like, like a clandestine meeting in the middle of the night when you sneak out to meet your beau? Did you send the letter? Is that what's going on here? No, I didn't send the letter. I'm just saying. You it's guys sneak out to murder people. I sneak out to go, like, maybe get a kiss or something. It's That's... a job offer. It's not to murder people. We're not going to be murdering anyone tonight. The whole reason we're here is not to murder anyone. Oh, that makes me and Big Red very sad. Well, I, perhaps we'll be able to murder someone, but... All right. It would only be if things go south. Uh, I hope yeah, they do. Well, let's I like see. a challenge. Let's see, let's see who's in here. As the group you come in the door, you see that the fireplace and a couple of the sconces around the walls of the room are lit. So the interior of the building is not dark, uh, but it's pretty much only the flickering firelight. 
as the, the moon outside is not nearly bright enough to have any effect on the luminance of the interior of the building. Looking around the workshop, everything looks as it normally does in the entry area. There's nobody immediately visible and nothing looks out of the ordinary. Uh, but as you enter, the four of you coming in. Definitely looking up, because I know that's where Trushik likes to hang out. <laughs> looking I'm up. outside up. Yeah, I know, but the, you said this was another lizard person, so I'm definitely looking up. Well, the ceiling here is, is like a, a standard interior ceiling. It's only about 12 feet or so overhead. There's not enough room o- over that door for me. Yeah. So, as you come into the room, the door to the storage area, the, uh, the other side, kind of straight across from you, opens up. Uh, one side of it, anyway. And a man steps out. Uh, the man... Looks kind of surprisingly well-dressed for what he is. Uh, he's got a navy blue kind of jerkin on and some much lighter, almost khaki pants. He's very thin, almost kind of bony. But he's got some fairly well-made leather armor, uh, clearly visible underneath his, uh, his gear there. And as he steps out and closes that door behind him, and then motions towards the door that you guys had come through as well. Uh, howdy. Um, I take it you're sir? the one who sent us the invitation. I'm actually real surprised. I was real surprised that he's not a lizard folk. I was really betting on that. And I'd pass some coins over to Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He looks across the group of you almost kind of uh, confused uh, as he's just sort of gauging here. That's a very nice handlebar mustache you have. He has a pretty uh, extravagant little spiraling mustache and a finely kept small goatee with almost a bit of a moose mohawk in his blonde hair with the front of his head uh, the front of his head kind of shaved back. So he's got a little hair on the sides and the back, and a strip in the front that slicks over all of it. His leather spalder is the only armor he has on the outside of his armor here. But as he looks across the group, you discussing your things, almost confused to be confronted with a cowboy, a weird dwarf with a huge axe, and a knight, and just some lady. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for accepting my invitation, friends. And uh, yes, your stonemason here is fine, as he gestures to the door back to the storeroom. You're right back there, Craig. He unfortunately... Cat here, nor could he respond if he could at the moment, but I assure you he's in good health. I've arranged for this meeting to ask you about a former associate of mine, and perhaps to offer the group of you a job. And I have no reason to see anyone hurt. Particularly not the poor, exhausted gentleman in this room behind me here. So if you have an inclination, I have a few questions for the group of you. I suppose... You came all the way out here, you wouldn't keep us waiting. Can I recall knowledge on him? See if I recognize maybe like his attire. Um, yeah, you can give me a give me a check. Society. Yeah, give me a. Uh, we'll go society for that for sure. Underworld, perhaps. No, he's not wearing like the Team Rocket uh, outfit, so it's <laughs> it's just twenty. Uh, with a twenty, the fashion he has is almost chellish. Uh, but. 
slightly uh, slightly diverse from that. It's not exactly Chalish, but it's more Chalish than it is like Izgiri or Andorin. Especially the way that he styles his facial, uh, his, his mustache, his goatee, and his hair. That's it's very Chalish, Chalish adjacent kind of style, but you can't place exactly what it might be from. Somewhat relatively local. So, uh, maybe you've come in the side door here. Uh, if you would please do me one fine favor and close that door and... It is a cool night you have here in Isker. You're more comfortable by the fire, I'm sure. Mm. Well, I'd walk over to the door and I'd... Look up. Yes, perhaps it's better I come inside. And I'll just swing down and hop in the room. And then I'd shut the door. No. Could not be exactly a trusted at face value, you understand. Oh, I very much do, and I certainly don't begrudge you at all for taking some precautions, given the very nature of our meeting here this evening. And I hope that you will similarly indulge me. Uh, one moment. And he puts his hand up in, in what looks like he's getting ready to cast a spell. But he doesn't start doing anything yet, and he pauses. I, I know, this may seem somewhat conspicuous, but this will cause no harm or threat to your well-being or to your friends in the storeroom. Well, what is it? We have come this far as a precaution. It's a business meeting. He wants to make sure we are not being observed. And so he is going to start casting a spell. Um, recognize spell? You can absolutely recognize spells as a reaction. But everybody else... And probably just stand there and look stupid. <laughs> I just kind of grip me axe and just stun at him. I'll, I'll, at this point, I'll that's go ahead and nice. put my bow away. Rosine okay. thinks that he's just flexing at this point. Like, that's that she, she's not intimidated because he's probably just Conspicua trying to show off. Conspicua Luminaria Menosium. Uh, 36. And as he finishes the cast, the magic from his hands uh, kind of flows out a bit of energy uh, from his fingertips across his face with a bit of a brief glow before it fades away. You would recognize he cast Discern Lies, which... Uh, Ooh, that's a rare one. That is a <clears throat> rare one. Now, this spell is a very simple one that I hope will keep honest folk honest here in this meeting. Yes, yes, we shan't be lying. Now, uh, I must request that well, you are all so very well armed, and uh, I, too, as he has a... Uh, pretty big spiked mace at his hip, as well as an assortment of a few swords and daggers on the other side. I too, of course, have brought the bare minimum of personal protection. I feel it would be best served if we gave each other a fair bit of space here. Please. Any motions towards the other side of the room near the two double doors, the main entrance? Whatever makes you comfortable. But, uh, please don't be trying anything, because the distance won't save you. Oh, I very much don't doubt that. Besides, it seems that I, well, by a significant margin, do lack the advantage of numbers on my side here, and I'm no fool. Even if I had allies waiting just behind this very door to aid me, I can't expect they'd get here in time. Now, we come on friendly enough terms here. Now, what became of Miss Vosloraine? Oh, that, uh, that was an unfortunate set of events here. You know, she really wasn't a bad woman, but, uh, fortunately, uh, didn't seeing her, seeing her plans to change what she was doing gotten this bad situation overall. I feel like, uh, she's, did we bring, eh, out of character, did we bring her body back? 
Yeah, we buried her. Uh, well, we did didn't. You we didn't bury, bury you buried her, her at Guardians. We buried her outside that cave. Yeah, she's been. She's been. Gave her a proper burial, but it was all we could do for her. I'm afraid she got involved with matters that were Beyond slightly her. above her pay grade. Kind of puts his hands together and grimaces a bit. Mm. I understand. Miss Lorraine had esoteric interests, and to my understanding, her relentless pursuit of them may have brought her more trouble than she anticipated. Well, getting involved with the Scarlet Triad probably didn't hurt help either. And she'll watch her his facial expressions really carefully when she me, says uh, that. Give me a perception check. I'm gonna re-roll that. Thank you very, very much, Ghost of Azan. In mm-hmm. your name, I do hear re-roll this guy. Hey. I'll take that. Money. That is a 31. That is exactly his deception, DC. Oh! That is exactly 31. So, while he is very composed and uh, gives almost no tell whatsoever, there is just the slightest tug at the corner of his mouth at the mention of the Scarlet Triad. Ah. That uh, it's... I mean, nearly impossible that anyone else in the party, other than maybe you, are going to pick up on. But as you're, I imagine you're still stealthing here. No, I'm in the room now. I know, but I mean, you're still kind of staying behind everybody else, at least somewhat out of general view. Not at this point. Okay, what are you doing? Participating in the conversation. Fair enough. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm not doing anything in particular. If you want, you can only have a perception check to see if you notice that as well. And uh, the two of you... Roshin and Buddy, give me perception checks as well. There's no way I'm going to beat I was, that DC. I was more focused on his attire. Yeah, not with that. Nah, yeah, no, yeah. Um, 18. That's a uh, 18 as 18. well. Yeah, it's definitely we just all three be, got 18. It's just going to be Resme, who very just barely notices the reaction. I'm still trying to figure out where in the hell his like clothing and his overall look are from. Now, the... Specifics of her areas of study, I am afraid I know very little, but I am inclined to learn some more. Would you happen to know where her notes about Alcida's ring would be? In my possession. May I see them? Well, I don't exactly have them in my bodice. Hmm. I know, it's very disturbing. Well, what do you want with them, too? I mean, it's a... I mean, if you want a lecture on Alcetta, I will be happy to give you It is, I feel, very critical to us going forward that I at least get to see these notes, this research that she had had created. So you do live here in town, yes? Yes. This strikes me as a job offer, is it not? It is. Not an interrogation. But a job offer very much contingent on, well, things that may or may not have taken place and my proper understanding of them, as well as the way that may have been paved for you. Well, you're talking a lot of things, but you're not saying a whole lot. If you just talk straight, this would go a lot faster. You're asking for something, but giving nothing up. Well, I would have, I would believe that I am giving you many things. I have ensured you the safety of your friend and his business. From yourself, yeah. 
I also ensure that no further harm will come to him and that there is a very well and true job offer. We can ensure that too. All of that is already on the table. You're asking us for giving you a thing. That was to get us in the door. Consider this qualifications then. No one's ever been offered a job without proper interviews and background checks. I was directly offered this job with neither of these things. (laughs) (laughs) Let me. Let me put this more simply. Uh, miss, if you would run home and fetch the research Miss Lorraine had uh, had penned before her so unfortunate end and bring it back, the rest of us will wait here for your return. Why don't we just get straight to the point? Yes, we know about the Ayudara. Yes, we repaired it. We've used it. Yes, we know everything there is to know about Alceta's ring. She is my goddess, and if anyone here is qualified to tell you about her workings, it is me. Very well. Very defensive, but very well. So, you are also familiar with this gateway, Alceta's ring, then. And tell me, have you... Have you managed to activate the relic? I do believe that is what the using means, yes. Well, when it comes to ancient magical artifacts with multi-leveled functionality, really, there are a variety of things that could fall under that umbrella. I simply wish to clarify, to make sure we understand ourselves. We've activated the ring several times. Interesting. Very interesting. And, uh, kind of studies your face for a moment. As if that, uh, even through his, his guys, that appears to be, you can tell that's definitely something he didn't know. Uh, I'm going to shift to stand up behind Buddy and Marshall a little bit at this point. Just in preparation for this guy seeming <clears throat> a little fishy all of a sudden. A little fishy all of a sudden. <laughs> okay. I'm just, yeah. just kind of doing this with my axe, like, <laughs> tapping his enormous axe in hand. Just, just sitting here like... I think Big Red should give him a kiss. Uh, you see, buddy, in uh, dealings like this, is fairly uh, normal to do such No, Now, now, this need not devolve into side conversations and tangents. Very well, you will have as I offered. I've brought you here, in good faith, to offer you a position. A position with an international group of powerful merchants who know very well how to take care of their employees. From what I understand of the group of you, you seem more than a fine fit for the role. Now, admittedly, some of you are not who I had expected. I'm familiar with your dealings, as well as yours, miss. Uh, But I'll admit, the other three I do not recognize. Is your organization larger than I had anticipated? Much. Well, very well, then. This partnership could be of great benefit to us all. I still am a little lost here. I don't mean to, like, slow us down or anything, but what exactly are you asking of us? Because we haven't seen... I haven't seen any terms. I'm only asking if you're interested in a lifetime of gold paved before you. Well, we have a lot of gold, Enough wealth and riches to see yourself and your children and your children's children set sitting pretty for generations to come. Well, forgive us for being a little suspicious. Such promises of gold can sometimes be laced with poison. 
And she'll watch his face for an expression again. And uh, with that, you can make your perception check again if you want to throw one there. Do I spend my last hero point on it? Nah, I'm not going to. Uh, it's a 20. I'm not going to get anything. Unreadable. Absolutely unreadable, this man. <laughs> and uh, he puts his hands up briefly. says, well, this is very simple. As I said, no proper business has ever been conducted without an understanding of the parties involved. And I wish to assess your skills for myself here personally, if admittedly briefly. Are you interested in my offer? I think we shall have to hear it before we decide if we're interested. It just seems like an offer of general employment, uh, but with no understanding of exactly what you're doing aside from merchants. We could be moving goods, we could be guarding goods, he we could be murdering people. He wants to make people. sure that we are as good as we claim to be. Exactly. Or as friend. good as he suspects us to be, perhaps. Yes. Both or either, really, as you desire. I've heard a lot about some of your number and a lot about your various accomplishments. And working at the highest levels for a mercantile consortium involves a large array of work. You'd be placed fairly simply on a payroll where you aren't even regularly called upon. You won't necessarily be working days in and days out, only when you're needed in your particular set of valuable skills. But if you're interested, I wish to see how capable you truly are. At uh, one point I'd, I'd like to get across, uh, this doesn't involve Craig at all, does it? You can... Oh no, Continue of course. On as normal. Once our business is concluded here, your stonemason will be left unharmed as he is and free to continue to conduct his business. Oh, I what think that means like for the sake of good negotiations, may I check on the individual and make sure he is okay. I do not know him personally, but he has done good business. As a show of good faith. And uh, as he's still standing right in front of the double doors, you all now kind of across the room a good 20 feet from him. He steps to the side and reaches back and just raps twice with his knuckles on the doorway. And uh, the door opens to let you see through into the storeroom where a lot of the lumber and smaller bits of stone and tools are kept in Coldbrand's shop here. And you can see Coldbrand laying on the floor about 15 feet behind the door, uh, bound, gagged, seemingly unconscious, uh, a little roughed up, but not severely injured. And uh, there's another man crouched down with much more just straight leather armor on, who's uh, holding the ropes that are binding Crab with one, crag with one hand <clears throat> with a knife in the other hand. Is he all right? Well, we can all see him. Yeah, yeah, you can all see oh, him through the doorway him, okay. here. Yeah. Everyone can see because you're looking across. We didn't go anywhere. He yeah. just opened the door for us to take oh, a look. Okay. You can see him through the door frame. And, uh, and the man uh, waves his hands again. The door closes behind him. You see? In perfect health. Well, then, I well. think we better hear your offer. Well, as a simple test of sorts, just to see if you are all that we may believe you to be, I need you to head out this evening and bring me a few things before the sunrise. Fetch me be people who won't be missed, and are firm stock for the slave trade. Wait, firm stock for the slave trade? Gerakshaha! Uh, that's uh, battle cry, uh, call to arms spell. Yeah, I'm gonna go okay, on ahead and, so. and that's just, roll stealth. That's me initiative right there. <laughs> and then she just scream <laughs> in Gaelic at him. And, uh, <laughs> 
a little uh, unsettled. He's <laughs> <laughs> back and reaches for his mace, and uh, yeah, we're we're not playing that game. <laughs> we're not playing that game. That is a line you should not have crossed. I mean, it's it's Milani's Oracle. <laughs> I don't know what you want. <laughs> No, that, that's... That um, was, that everybody was... gets plus two initiative and plus five temporary hit points. Oh, man. Oh, that oh. goes to a 33 then. I love you already. So, plus two to initiative, you said? Yes. Do we still get the plus one from him scouting or no? Um, uh, scouting is, a, what is it, a circumstance bonus? I think scouting is circumstance, mine's a status. But you get both, yes. Yeah, oh, three. Oh, oh, so plus three initiative. Yeah, plus three total. <laughs> you, you have made a mistake, friend. Just disappears oh. behind Buddy for a second. <laughs> Look at you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, so I was plus like, three. Buddy so was like, you mean they're slavers and we had to go get them? Or? <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, you sweet summer child. <laughs> Buddy doesn't even understand what's going on right now. He doesn't know where he is. And you said how much bonus HP you get? Uh, you get, five. You get three. Five. Oh, fast HP, yeah, sorry. Four. Four. I am the beefy of the beefy We all kids. get a plus three to our initiative total, and everyone gets five HP temporary. For how long? So you get eight. Uh, for the fight. For the fight, yeah. So, yeah. So you just basically get five on the field. I get more bonus HP on top of more bonus HP on top of more bonus Well, be careful, well, because those temp don't HP stack. does not stack, yeah. Oh, uh, you so, the highest. So okay, when you so rage, when I... that five will just be replaced with 13. Okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah. just remember that. But, but if you get, if hit, you get before... hit before you rage, then you'll use it. I don't think that's going to happen. Rashik? 34. 34? A little farther over than that. What? He rolled a 20, I bet. He rolled oh, I rolled a 19. Yeah. Mine's 36. So. Uh, buddy. 37. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, I thought On I was a 17, too, I thought I did so well. I thought I did so well. Uh, resume? Uh, t- 28. I feel so lame. What a potato. <laughs> uh, Roshin? 32. 32. You said you had 34? Yeah. 34. And uh, I don't, we don't have art for you yet, yeah, so you're, you're blank board. You said yeah, 36? That's yeah. That's ridiculous. That's still ridiculous. <laughs> I told you I wasn't all the way over there. Also at 32. Uh, so oh. when I uh, when I roll initiative, I also have the Intimidate skill feat Battle Cry, so it's an automatic demoralize on him. Okay. I mean, that's true. I mean, that's, you, that's you shout at mm-hmm. the shout. You just scream yeah. in a weird magic language he doesn't understand, so yeah, he's probably a little demoralized. Uh, and uh, Intimidating Prowess lets me add, get get a plus one circumstance if I'm able to physically menace somebody. I I'll think this is appropriate. He did menacing. cringe reaching for his sword. Uh, that's a 28. <laughs> well, he's a 34, actually. I was looking at the wrong stats, so he's up here. Ooh. I thought he had plus 12. Wait. It was a what? A 28 Intimidate. 28? Just do it. Ooh, so be frightened. Frightened one. And, uh... I guess that's right. It's hard to tell. It's uh, very that's dark. That's Buddy. That's me. That's Resme. There you go. There's my phone. Yeah. Hey, hey, Nick. So you, you got, got all my I things, have? I believe. So, buddy, I'm you not would you hit points anymore. You would be the first to react here, and as a uh, as Roshin gives his strange battle cry, uh, this man reaches down for his mace with one hand and puts up a hand with the other. Now, now, we wouldn't want anything to happen to your, your stone mason friend. Well, it won't happen if I'm here. Um, so, that, does that door swing in or out? 
Uh, it's, it's about to swing in one way or another. <laughs> it swings in, and uh, looking through here, I'm just going to uh, give you guys some amount of fog of warrior because you would actually already have seen a bit that was behind this. Mm-hmm. You would have seen Craig Colbrand back here. And let me scroll this out just a little bit. Hmm. Bound and gagged on the floor. Could I have marked standing him over him? Could I have marked the man standing over him? Because uh, I saw him. Yeah, you could have marked the man standing over him. I'll give it to you. That's about what you would have seen of the room there when you opened the door. But the door is, of course, currently closed. Yeah. It's not locked, and it doesn't look very heavy. <laughs> so it looks much lighter than Buddy, in fact. <laughs> Most things do, it turns out. Yeah, and you weigh like 500 pounds, you know, that works. Hi, buddy. Um, so I'm going to start as he, because I'm really not okay with just having this guy bound over here. I'm going to start, you hear like this thud, 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 thud. Here, by the way, is our fine friend. There he is. Look at him. And I look like I'm pelting right at this guy. But it's just slightly off, and I pelt right to the door next to him, and just full, full on, head on, trying just to run right through the door. He's gonna bash through the doorway. Make an athletics check. That's a uh, hmm. That's a reroll. That was a natural one. I almost got <laughs> slapped by a door. Knock. You're not gonna let a. You you haven't let May walls bully you. <laughs> Did you roll natural that? two? Oh, turn to one. <laughs> so it wasn't one. So it might not matter. It's a pretty flimsy uh, door. That's a, it is just a dude's shop. Twenty-one shot. still. Yeah, it's just a shot door in a dude's shop. Twenty-one <laughs> is absolutely gonna have Buddy uh, just smash through it's this. It's a little lighter than I think it is. So as I'm like barred shoulder in, I trip kind of through <laughs> it because I'm like I'm expecting a little bit more <laughs> substance. <laughs> So You're used action, to smashing yeah, through walls. An action yeah, to get yeah, to yeah. it, an action to destroy it. And that leaves you with one action left at um, the door. And then I'm going to walk up to this man next to, uh, next, yeah, right there. Do we need uh, tokens? I and I'll just walk up to him and... Several tokens for you, because as Buddy comes in the room, you're going to see there is not one, but three of the man's associates in this back room. Goons. Each They're of these goons. guys with a... Uh, Rapier in one hand and, and uh, a dagger in the other. One up against the, the wall next to the door, one behind the lumber pile, and one a little further in the corner. All of them uh, clearly And I'll, ready. I'll call it, as I kind of stumble through the store, I bash it in, kind of get my feet mixed up. I, I end up stopping right next to this guy. And uh, as I look up and see the others, eh, there's more in here. Uh, keep an eye out. <laughs> The table right now is just buddy in an ocean of dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Yeah. All right, Marshall. All right, so. <clears throat> so you're uh, you guy with the Malik, so never talking to you. Yeah, yes. we'll get there. Just trying to get a better view of the board, sorry. I... <laughs> yeah, I gotta find the goal. One of our main goals yeah. is to find stands will higher than this so I can lower the table down. Well, get, when I rage, I can move 25 feet. So. Okay, well, 20 gets you right up to him. Okay, that's fine. All right, so, because I gotta keep it in character here. Uh, so, I'm just like, oh, now this is what I'm talking about. I reach into my front pouch pull out what looks like a very different drinking horn with a cap and you just he- smell the aroma of elvish red wine just drawing down my beard get all red eyed ah, and I grow like slightly bigger all the muscles in my veins 
pulsating and I'm just going to uh, go into rage, obviously, here. And I'm going straight up to the, the main guy here. Okay. And uh, that's my second action. Yep, so there's one left. Yep, Cleave and I'm going to take a good old-fashioned swing at him. Let's give him a slap. Give him a Say hello to Big Red! <laughs> uh, so that's a uh, 28. 28? As he is uh, fairly quick to dodge out of the way, surprisingly nimble given his kind of gaunt form, you are just barely going to catch him with that X-Wing. Hmm. Good enough for me. So that's 2d12. Ooh, big dice plays. Big dice plays. Big, it's big. Plus I'm raging. It's a, so it's a... Two D, it should be 2d12 plus 16, I believe, is yeah. your yeah, giant rage 16. strike right yeah. now. Yeah. He's about to get slapped. Uh, 13, so 7 into 6, so 13 plus 16, that's 29. 29. 29 points of damage. Ow. I mean, the axe is about the size of the room, so, like, <laughs> if it hits you, you're... That was just what I call a love tap. <laughs> so, uh, you would also, now that everyone else is in the room, I can just put these up. Because we also have several more initiatives from these fine lads. And as you come up and just slap this dude with an axe, just a big old blast. He's gonna kind of stumble back from that. And uh, he is going to move around into the doorway here, getting himself a little out of, a little back as he reaches down to uh, to his mace. His other hand's still up, and he turns back around, pull the cord and kill him, and then turns back out to you, Desper on the Mintratura, Arai, and throws out a wave of magic across the shop that would hit everybody. And I need. Uh, including me? Not you. Everybody in the shop. You're behind Oh, okay, 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 okay. Uh, I need a will save. A will save. That's what Tigger's do best. Before you. Um, so, Resme's eye is going to blaze with scarred Resume's red light. Resume's You're so angry. Resume's eye is going to explode? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> You're good. Ro- 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 Roshin's eye is going to blaze with scarlet light, and I'm going to activate Divine Aegis. Um, is this a divine effect he's throwing at me? No. Then I get plus one on my save. Okay. Oh, you know what? tradition was. I don't do that because I spent my reaction on call arms. Ah, right. Fair enough. I'm just, I'm just gonna roll dice now. Okay, we're gonna roll dice now. Ah, that's pretty good dice. That's pretty good dice. Okay, so what'd you get? 28. Okay, you succeed. 25. You fail. Mm. Oof. 30, fails. 32. 32 succeeds. 34. 34 also succeeds. <laughs> and actually, um, it's a critical success on my part because I have the high. You have will succeed because of critical success? Wow, yep. that's crazy. Okay, so absolutely nothing happened to you. Um, everybody, as uh, this emanation comes out over you, uh, seemingly just a <clears throat> rolling wave of almost dark, formless energy near transparent uh it is going to overwhelm your senses a bit kind of blocking whatever you're feeling with a sense of despair uh none of you can take none of you three can take reactions oh okay um good because i have a lot of reactions <laughs> that's gonna be i was about to say i think i have like one that's right that's gone Chushik. Little magic tricks will not stop the arrow. I need you to make me a save. Second save. All right. Still will. 
23. I don't know why, I just had a mind fart there. Yeah, it's kind of weird because the spell gets a save and then another save at the start of your turn. Yeah, 23. Uh, and as this, this emotion kind of hits you, as you, you start to fight back, you are literally fighting back tears trying to focus on this battle, and you are slowed one. Hmm. As I said, magic will not stop my arrow. I'm going to pull the bow back out. Pull. I don't have any special ammo, so just a normal bow, and I'm going to aim and take fire from cover back here where this one can't see me. The one that I have marked for death, which apparently doesn't do anything, but he's eating an arrow because he's the big threat right um, now. The guy you have marked for death is like entirely behind the door. Buddy just started the, destroyed the right door. The left door is still very much there. Like this door is still here. Oh, so it's hard to tell with all the models there. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff there. You you can see the leader, and behind the door you can see one other guy. I'll shoot the other guy that I can see then. Okay. Not I'm worried about the people around the. Worry about the, the yeah the dudes. And I want to re-roll that because that's a five on the die. And we're going to go for the purple die, actually. Purple die is going to bring... So did you just roll perception for initiative? No, oh, I no, rolled you stealth. stealth. Okay, so yeah. they are flat-footed. That is much better. That's a 36. Uh, 36 is going to critically hit his flat-footed for sure. All right. Now he's fat-footed. <laughs> so, where's my D10? There's my D10. Nice. 10, 15, 19, so 21, 42, and he's taking D12 bleed. 42, and he's very bleeding. And he's pinned. And he's stuck to the floor. Oh, we have critical specialization. Only on right. sneak attacks. Only on sneak attacks. All right. So you you hit him. He's awesome. bleeding yeah. very severely. I'll do this so I remember that it's on him. And uh, that is no, man number D12. three. And he's also <laughs> pinned inside the doorway. <laughs> All right, I believe taking your bow out and shooting is the two actions yes. there. It's the bad time. Uh, you are no longer slowed. That's for one round. Roshin, you critically succeeded, so you're fine. All righty. I'm uh, Gal Kovaksha, and um, a uh, golden um, sort of outline of her is going to kind of burst out of her body, flare its wings, and then flicker and appear uh, protectively crouched over the stonemason guarding him with her shield. That is fancy. Um, and uh, she is just going to lock eyes on the uh, on the slaver and just just stride up her 20 feet uh, and and just just staring him down the whole time as she, as she goes up. Okay. Um, and as you up to where? Uh, it's 20 feet forward, so I should I should oh, get like about right behind just him, behind Marshall. I see. Trying to make you a uh, fancy cover token on the fly here. Which we're gonna. Nah, I can't do that very easily. Okay, you got a crouching thing here, Grim. <laughs> uh, alrighty, and buddy, you'd see this man, the furthest around the corner here, has a thin line like a wire wrapped around his hand that he's holding the other end of. And as he yanks on it, uh, you can see it runs through the hinges of the left side of the door. And uh, Roshin kind of notices it just snaps up from the ground. It's attached to Craig Coldbrand's brand new lathe. Feels bad for this man. He just got it. Oh, no. And uh, as this 
tripwire gets ripped, the thing turns on, uh, but doesn't just start spinning. It starts wildly spinning out of control, shuddering and shaking on its feet there. And it is going to start flinging sharpened bits of metal and fragments throughout the room. Oh, one no villain points. I have one villain. Uh, I, I have a villain point from Link. Mine aren't on the screen though, but I only. Oh, I don't have to get the golden points. I get the great points because I am not a hero. But <laughs> That's hey. That's for sure. Eat. Eat so. I can't. What is that? That's Samantagiri. The thing that he said. <laughs> <laughs> that came out really quickly. That was kind of impressive. Freaking weeb. <laughs> Konnichiwa. <laughs> I'm gonna write that down and I'll take that villain point for me. Thank you. Uh, so as this thing shakes and absolutely goes nuts, it is going to fling a sharpened piece of metal towards Roshin as you're right next to it for a 29. Is that to hit me? To hit you. Okay, it's to hit me. Um, and uh, yeah, that's going to uh, uh, cut through a couple of the straps in their weaker rear armor and draw blood uh, running down her, which is going to start to evaporate into red mist almost as soon as it leaves her body. As it continues shaking and spinning like mad, another blade is gonna fly out towards uh, Marshall for a 36. Yep, that definitely hits. Uh, does is, not crits, I or does it? I believe it does crits. Yeah, 25 yeah. in range. Yeah, I have a 25 for, AC. Yeah, 10 more than your AC, it's a critical hit. Yep. So this thing is going to cut hard into Marshall as he's facing away, and it continues spinning and going nuts. It's going to fling another fragment for a villain point, which I'll take one of the two from Link 1429 here, <clears throat> out towards Resme for a uh, 35. Uh, that will hit her. And continue madly spinning and fling a fragment across the room towards Trashik for a... 43. Well, uh, just barely crits. <laughs> um, oh, a, man, that critical noise. <laughs> um, as a reaction... Um, you can't take reactions because of the self. What do you mean? I haven't even made that roll yet. That was the save you oh, felt initially. Yeah, that's the initial yeah, that, save. You're right. Oh. I'm dumb. Uh, each of you, okay, so not each of you, but... I was a crit. You two, yeah, you two are normal hit. You two are going to take... 23 points of slashing damage. You two are going to take 46 points Smart. of slashing damage. And the two of you who were critically hit are also going to start bleeding pretty profusely. No. So, uh, it's worth noting this machine is still spinning and going wild, still flinging bits around the room. That's just what it gets to do on its first activation. So, question, um, does it count as the guy who pulled the cord is the one who did that damage to me? For what purpose? For the purposes of my spell that I can spend my reaction to do bad things to the person who dealt slashing damage to me. You know what? You sure. I'll say that the dude pulled the cord pretty directly there, too. He did it via a hazard, but he did it to you. Okay, fair enough. It's up to, up to you, but yeah, if it's that case, uh, spend that reaction. Jultas uh, Vilshach, and um, the same uh, cut on Rosine will just appear on his body, and blood will gush out of it. Uh, he now has, um, let's see, starts at two, gets plus two for every heighten. 
So he has 66 persistent bleed damage on him. What? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Advanced player's guide, baby. Blood Vendetta uh, reaction. Uh, he's within 30 feet of me. He does get a will save, basic will okay, save. Okay, I was like, uh, hello, sir? He just explodes into a cloud of blood. <laughs> <laughs> All right, will save from this lead here is going to be... An 18. Uh, yeah, that's uh, not quite a critical failure, but it just it, persistent bleed damage, 46. Does it double on a crit fail? I don't know, but it's, <laughs> it's smooth. So as he starts bleeding, kind of panics a bit, not really positive what's going on, and uh, sees Buddy coming in the room. Sees Buddy is very large in a lot of armor. He's going to drop his dagger <clears throat> on the ground, reach down to his, uh, reach down around his belt, and pull out a pair of manacles. And then he is going to move around the lumber pile, and that's the end of his turn there. That was a lot of turn, because he has the trap. So. I'm gonna make my will save. Make me will save, make me will save, isn't it? And he also, that's, he's that's bleeding, so. excellent. How much persistence does this man take? Uh, 46. That's gonna be. Oh, I get to roll it, yeah. That's gonna be a 36. All right, yeah, you're fine. Nothing will happen beyond you couldn't take reactions. 14 bleed damage. 14 bleed damage, okay. Does it stop? Nope, okay. <laughs> and his blood is also gonna start to kind of turn into sort of this red mist, which is just gonna kind of float around the floor. That's not horrifying at all. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. fair. Fine. Resume. Um, Resume's eyes will go dark um, and she'll uh, grind out Let's see how you like your nightmares, slaver. Incorporis mortis. And a phantasmagoria of shadow will fly out toward him like something out of a nightmare. Okay, we're just playing the horror monsters now. Fair yeah, enough. And he's going to need to give me a will save. And this is the... Uh, phantasmo killer. Was the leader or the other guy? The leader. The leader is going... As long as he's alive. He is definitely alive. He's not a zombie. Uh, leader is going to get a 37 on his will save. Um, that will succeed. Um, so he will take, uh, 46 mental damage and he is front one. Okay. Uh, so let me go, let me go ahead. Frightened one again. He just got over his frightened one. Uh, so he'll take, um, 11. Okay. Uh, damage, and he's right in one. Well, he's with one action left, I believe. Um, uh, and I will throw up a shield. Okie dokie. And that brings us around to the lads in the room. And as commanded, this uh, first lad here, who is already kind of holding on to Craig as you come stamping his room, reaches down and draws the knife across his throat. And he's going to feel this overwhelming presence be like, no good judgment comes from experience. And uh, you could learn a bit from those around you. No way understanding <laughs> what on earth is happening right now. <laughs> he reaches down to slit his throat and hesitates for a moment. Kind of looks up at the leader. The leader's giving orders and just looks back at him. <laughs> and I'll reach down and cut the man's throat, but it's a second action. Oh. Good. Okay. So, and the uh, the protective aura that's over him is going to slam the shield down to try to knock it to the side, and it's going to absorb ten points of damage from that. Okay. Um, and the strike. Um, I guess I'll roll a hit. 
is just gonna hit him. And that's gonna that's gonna stop it entirely. It's not gonna do ten points of damage. So, oh, so good, because it, it also would have taken eleven. <laughs> <laughs> As a magical shield and a physical shield, I'm slamming down well, in front I don't of this have guy. My shield, but from just from the damage resistance from the um, glimpse of redemption. Well, no, he he forfeited the attack. Oh, that's the second action. He did it anyway. Um, so that but, damage uh, actually gotcha. stacks on the on the avatar, so it has to. It, uh, tell me how much damage it took. Uh, seven. Okay. So as he reaches down and cuts. And this still kind of blocks it. I, well, I don't know if this hits you or whatever. No, it, it has its own pool of health. Looks confused, and he looks up. Uh, I, I can't, it's magic! He's gonna try it again. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna reach down, he's gonna slash it. Can he block it again? Yeah. For uh, eight points of slashing damage. It, it, it takes it. It's, Which, it. It has to do more than ten in order to do anything. <laughs> I've been working and on he, this he can't, he can't execute him. He can't execute him. <laughs> He's trying really hard, though. Now this man is pinned. The third guy is pinned behind the door. And it probably went worried. like through the door and hit him, and he's like stuck to the door. He's going to make the uh, athletics check to DC 20 to try to pull himself free. He's going to have absolutely no problem with that. DC 10. Yeah, absolutely no problem with that. I thought it was 20. No, I already thought it was low pinned, 10. Yeah. Flat pinned is 10. Pinned is basically you use an, it takes an action. You can make it 20. It yeah, takes right, a with feats. the fancy thing. So uh, yeah. he's going to pull himself free and uh, as an action, kind of climb up onto the crates around the size, side here. Take a little bit of, a, of height. Uh, he is, I don't think you have anything that can take advantage of that, but he is just climbing. It's not stepping. Uh, nah. And then from up on high, he's going to Lance down at you with his rapier. Oh, at me? Yes. Now taking up some amount of a flanking position here. So we're flat-footed. It's gonna be a 31. And that'll just hit. Um, just, just hit. Uh, I won't be, I'm really only kind of trying to protect this guy. I don't even have my shield out or nothing. And as you are, uh, as you are not really paying attention to me, he seems to get, be able to get a pretty decisive strike. Uh, as he's striking you behind here. And you are going to take 15 points of piercing damage. Okay. And then it is your turn. And he takes... All right. One point of bleed. Woo! Woo! D12. One point of bleed. Does it end? It does. Your bleed is awful. So he took one the, point and then it ended immediately. The bow bleed is awful. The bow bleed is awful. I'm That's actually right. a melee character. So I reach down, I'm uh, hovering over this uh, dwarf on the ground. I reach down and fully scoop him into my arms, stand up, and door rush. This guy just moved out of my way. I'm like, thanks, man. He's going to be an check because the other guy's still holding his buns. Well, he's trying Not to win buddy. Him, getting freaking golden shielded, so... Um, so what do I have to do? Maybe an athletics check, basically, to rip him away from the guy who's holding onto him. Uh, okay, yeah. well, then, gosh, this is terrible. Um, I'm gonna use a different dice. Uh, no, no, not to worry. <clears throat> Come on. <laughs> they <Yeah>. are <laughs> Okay, so it's a 26. Uh, yeah, yeah, 26 uh, almost critically uh, succeeds. Okay. <laughs> Those are, are rogues. They are uh, rogues. Okay, yeah, true, true. Um, so you, with uh, <laughs> an action, pick him up. With a second action, yank him away. From that guy, and then. Um, well, I can't really bash through the door <laughs> in one. You are literally like an X of all of the enemies. <laughs> They're like all standing around you here. Yeah, well, you know, I'm used to it. Uh, <laughs> um, can I? Is there any way I can move out 
of here. You can attempt to tumble through the leader's square. Or rush through, it's what you meant. Or shove him, <laughs> yeah, or shove him. Like well, those I are. I mean, I can't really. You can shove him out the door, but you'd move a square. There's, there's not really a way out of this room right now. Uh, okay, so what I'm gonna do? Not with one action left. I'm gonna pick him up and I'm gonna throw him. <laughs> yeet, yeet. I'm proud I'm of you. Throw the body of Craig Colbert. Out into the room where knives are flying everywhere. <laughs> a... Yes, that is what I'm doing. Oh god. So, uh, big brain, please. You're in the other room and haven't really seen. I haven't you really hear seen a it. Raucous metallic and noise. I'm really hoping that. someone else can kind of. I'm gonna throw him straight at Marshall. Like, <laughs> hey, Marshall, catch! catch. Oh, a gift. And um. And I am dwarf throwing, yes. This is exactly what I'm doing. Or dwarf, to dwarf tossing already. You never toss a dwarf. <laughs> Don't worry, take so this guy. Just chuck him. Okay. I'm gonna, yeah, chuck him. Good plan, and buddy. See if that works. I, I mean, the dude is in the doorway here. Well, you know. Dwarves if, are heavy. It's also a heavy dwarf. Yeah. Like, I mean. It's because we eat well. It's a uh, 25. <laughs> okay, with the. Uh... I've gotten some pretty bad rolls. So, a yeah. 25 almost critically fails versus the leader's fort, DC. Mm. So as you go to throw the dwarf, he kind of puts his body in the way like he's blocking a freaking field goal. <laughs> <laughs> the knock. So, so would it move him on the other side of the It would least? move him to here, probably. Here or here, your dealer's choice. Oh, next to the door. That's good. Move it over to the door as he knocks him down to the ground. And the, the man... Kind of goes wide-eyed. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't feel like you're in the position to be telling this. <laughs> Marshall. Well, I'm just gonna. And uh, before, oh, real quick, real quick. Oh yes, buddy, for playing the objective. <laughs> um, also, Ghost of Azan. Also, real quick, because this is a new ability of mine, and I forgot it. Resume glows with green light that you guys can see. If you touch her, you can get health back. Good to know. Hmm. Okay. All right. So, okay. so uh, the start of your turn, me a will save because this is the first time it's come back around to you. Right. Since right. Will spell. save. And what's the what's the DC I have to pass again? The DC is you roll it, and I tell you if you pass your. Oh, fair. <laughs> uh, I am I am cashing a coin in for that one. Unfortunately, it's your session rerolls. So yeah, you, you get the free coin, free yeah. space. Well, the guy is frightened one, so his DC better, is one lower. Better. Than uh, does a twenty six pass? With the frightened one, 26 exactly passes. So, uh. Just check it off! So, yeah, you, uh, this overwhelming despair, you're too mad to be sad. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he sees his fellow dwarf that he's come here for. Just you're good. Like... I'm coming for you! So, I'm gonna use my, uh, my vigor, raging vigor. Okay. So, I'm like, and, uh, I psych myself up. And that'll give you eight temporary hit points. Yes. Since that blade. Definitely knocked out the 13 you got for Raging. Don't add it to your regular ones because they're different. Because I can heal those. Yeah, temporary is like an overshield. It's not a heal. It's like it's oh, okay. like your ex it's an extra help okay. on top of what you just, have. Yeah, It'll yeah, go away at the that. end of the fight if you have it left. Okay. That's, I'm just keeping track because I know yeah, it. Yeah, we're, we're learning. It's good. We're yeah. learning. Anyway, so I, I suck myself up. That's my first action. And then I, I guess I walk up straight to the leader again and do what I do best. <laughs> Hit him Wind with up. a large X. And is there a guy right next to him within five feet, or? Uh, or well, no. there's Craig Colbrand right next to him within five feet. Friend. Yeah, the the objective yeah. is I mean, beside enemy him. No. Enemy wise, no. Okay, no. Okay, well, I'll take a good old swing at him. Uh, I am cashing in for that one. <laughs> Many 
many hero points. Now we're cashing. You know what? We're using we're, we're using the very manly pink dice for this situation. There we go. Maybe Feed better luck. Pandemic was getting hungry. Hey, oh, uh, so eighteen plus eighteen—that is thirty-six. Uh, thirty-six is just not going to critical. Oh man, so just close. Not critical. Hey, I still hit him. So it was if it was it was one off with the frightened. All right, so roll my two d12s. Hey. Hey. Wow. So twenty-three plus sixteen. You rolled 12 and 11? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now so is the time to do it. 39. Yep. I mean, 39. imagine if it had <laughs> And that does leave you with one action. That would have been uh, Galrim level. And that, no, that would be my last action. Stab strike. Mm. So, uh, Gotta yeah. used to barbarian With these two massive blows that you've landed on this, this uh, really frail-looking man, <laughs> <laughs> he does stagger a bit, but he seems to be significantly hardier than he appears. And, uh... As Buford is trying to make space, the man's going to draw out this mace from his hip and point with his other hand almost around you. Look, he leaves his left side exposed. He's used to a shield. He doesn't have one. Take advantage. Uh, before swinging out with his mace as his third action. And you are flat-footed because he's flanking with the other guy. <laughs> I think everybody's flat -footed. Everybody is flanking flat, you with yeah. somebody. There's, you there's are in the X of man here. <laughs> Uh, the targeter. Um, villain point? I'll use that. What was that name? Do you remember it? The, the Japanese name. Ed, Ed? Oh. Yes, Cargo. So, I'd have to... Uh, Etso Masugiri. Uh, let's see here. Etso Masugiri. Yeah, Etso Masugiri. Yeah. Sure. Thank you for this Words villain point. Words are hard. Thank you for this villain point. I take... Do better. Slap. Do for... Where did <laughs> and it, yeah, it literally like it just it makes this really horrible loud clashing noise. Maces it, like, were intended for armor. The, but yes. his is like he just a, wasn't intended yeah. for your armor. It was like a spiked mace. And as he swings it though, he's got some force behind it. The mace looks fairly large, but it seems to be made of a surprisingly light metal. It's not a particularly hefty weapon. He made it of aluminum because yeah, it, it was wills, lighter. It wills it around and just kind of clangs it into your armor harmlessly. It, it makes it like deafened partly. Trashik. <laughs> Is this what's going crazy? Yes, the, it's the lathe and the uh, kind of between Resume and Roshin that's spinning and going wild. I'm going to quickly run up to it and try to disable it. Okay. <laughs> run up and stick your hands into the spinning lathe. Yeah, yeah so, I believe. If you do it good enough, you'll be fine. <laughs> you can get thievery check. All right, I'm going to try and uh, cram the engine that this thing is running on. And I'm going to re-roll that natural one. Cram it so with my flesh. Yeah, so lose. Cram it with my hands. Now I'm going to pull a couple pirate. of daggers off my, my necklace of knives and drop them into the uh, machinery. Yeah, more daggers. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, that worked. 32. For the 32, uh, with your check there, you would actually be able, even as it's like bucking and going wild on the ground here, spinning and flinging sharpened pieces of metal and with, fragments throughout the my room. own sharpened metal, I stop yeah. it. You get it jammed well enough that the top of the lathe ends up snapping and breaking off entirely, immediately losing all of the pressure in the machine as it just kind of falls useless to the ground. I think it was uh, one action left. I'm going to intimidate Captain Fancy Pants. Look at your measly trip. You'll not leave this room alive. Twenty-six. Twenty-six. Not gonna succeed. He is already frightened. One. You would need to be critical success okay. to 
to get there. So, Roisin. Mucker also gave a hero point to whoever needed it most. I'm bleeding. Oh, that's right. I was bleeding, Oh, I too. totally didn't see that. Yeah, I was looking at stuff. Mucker, hero point to whoever needed it most. That's me, obviously. But, uh, <laughs> and I'm too bad still you're bleeding. not a hero. Uh, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Well, well, Trishik well, has no, 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 zero. No. Yeah, yeah. So. Give it to the person oh, who actually needs it the most. Whoever needs yeah. the most will certainly be Trishik. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you, you and... And uh, Marshall are both actually bleeding. Yeah, for, that was uh, my bad. I forgot about machine. it. No, I totally forgot too. I, I have it here. I need to keep track of it. Uh, you would, you would take two points of bleeding damage. Okay, just two. And Trishik would take four. And then, each of you roll me a flat check. Whenever you have persistent damage, uh, I think it says on the on the yeah, on the card. Yeah, I did see that. It just has a chance to automatically end every time you take it. So. I get a three. Sorry. Okay, so you're still bleeding, and it's just a flat d20 roll. It's basically okay. just RNG generator. Not the green one. The green one's bad. A 15 plus it ends, otherwise you're still bleeding. I can't see that. That's a 10. So you're still yeah. bleeding. It doesn't stop. Right. Okay. Roshin. Uh, so uh, Roshin is going to uh, continue her kind of stalking advance, um, and she's going to draw her sword uh, as she goes, pulling it off of her back. Um, and she's going to move over here to this corner here. Uh, to flank the bad guy. Now I know he's got partial cover from he's that. Got a, yeah, he's got. You both got cover from each other. Okay, that's fine. But, but I'm uh, flanking him, so. Well, you are flanking him, I'll so it's a, it's a wash. And um, then uh, she's going to kind of shout out. Uh, did I get it right? Booyabash! And uh, red light is going to swirl up the sword and glow, and she's just going to bring it with a chopping two-handed strike down at him. So hang on. I'm gonna hero point that. <laughs> um, session reroll. I'm sorry. Ooh. Oh man, this one got a silver clan. I was like, I'm pretty sure I only got four here. Missed oh, one. it's worse. Oh no. So uh. That was a 23. As you try to swing this around the corner at him, uh, he's gonna pretty deftly dodge out of the way and almost on a flash wheel this mace around, swinging towards you, and. Uh, gonna get a 29 against your perception DC. Oh, okay. Uh, that's different. Um, he will hit me normally. Uh, it's not going to hit you as he's going to pull the strike at the last moment, not really having committed any force to it, but enough to throw you off balance having successfully fainted you. Oh, okay, fair enough. And um, the uh, red mist that's been pooling on the ground is now slowly flowing up into Roisin and her wounds are slowly starting to close. Okay, you have reverse persistent damage. So, uh, one is the man who went around the room to get behind Buddy, who drew out the manacles. And uh, as he's got these manacles in his, in his offhand, he sees all the stuff that you're doing. He goes to strike you with the rapier, but then twisting it away, goes down low, and almost in a fairly deft, practiced single motion, attempts to snap the manacles around your ankles. That's right, the slavers can use combat manacles. Mm. Huh, combat manacles. Did somebody just say combat manacles? Like, did I hear that? Yep. So it is, uh, it is take, it does take his entire turn to attempt to get them through, but he's gonna try to shackle your feet together. Okay. And, uh, it well, is going I don't to ever get, use my feet much. It is going to, <laughs> it is going to go into regular AC. Oh, okay is going to get a 31. Well, and I'm also flanked, so that is going to work. So, uh, as he gets one clasped around your ankle, 
and then uh, quickly moves to snatch the other around you as well. Uh, you end up, over the course of a couple of seconds before you can really react, completely clapped in these, and you can't really move your ankles more than an inch or two from each other. You have a minus 15 to your speed. Okay, well, that's fine. I mean, it wasn't going anywhere right anyways. Where you want to be. <laughs> and then I, he's bleeding for a lot. Yeah, he's uh, bleeding for 46, so. He's having a bad time. Uh, so that's uh, 10 more points of bleed. Okay, and does it end? Why did the guy who had no bleed damage end immediately? And this guy's going to bleed until the end of time. Uh, <laughs> he won't bleed till the end of time. He'll bleed until he doesn't have any blood anymore. Resume. Um, Resume will uh, take a look at the situation and um, whisper, um, it's gonna be... and Crag uh, will actually go invisible. Okay. That seems a... yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah that works. Um, and then uh, I am going to um, move uh, diagonally uh, this way, so like toward Roisin. But, like, not all the way, like, through that window. Like, by that window. The fireplace? Yeah, the fireplace. So, like, over here? Yes, exactly, right there. Like, just there? Yeah. Okay, you stand right in front of the fireplace. I'm trying to get under, like, out of, like, cone range. Oh, fair enough. All right, so, uh, guy two. I think the buddy is still here and has the manacles together, who has completely failed at the simple task of executing a hostage when fifth level <laughs> spells got involved, uh, is then going to stand with his rapier. We're going to stand and deliver. And we're going to attempt to give you some uh, quick stabs as he's flanking with his leader. Me? Luke, yes. Okay. The, the other thing reach. This is the other guy that's in the back corner. That's great. No, I'm totally fine with This is uh, this gentleman here. And you're flat-footed to all of these. He's going to let out a quick flurry with a 20. I've got a lot of armor over here. And then know. a 20, but that's what's on the die. So uh, a 32, which almost certainly is a critical hit to you. It certainly is. Uh, and then a 13. Uh, well, that one, he gets one. He's kind of clanging off. And one, he just gets in right behind the, uh, uh, the gap, right behind my shoulder. And you notice as he's lashing out... Uh, a small token, like a, a beak of some kind, tied onto the handle of his rapier, flashes as the blow lands, uh, almost consuming the little beaked skull as it vanishes as he strikes. And you are going to take... Oh, it's deadly D8, so it adds a D8. So it's this many... Thirty-six plus deadly D8 is... 43 points of piercing damage. Okay. Plus two more points of precision damage. And also from the, the some kind of magic, some serration almost as he pulls it back and parted by this flash of magic is going to leave you bleeding as well. Okay. And then the last guy who is also flanking you and has nothing better to do. Mm -hmm, uh, is mm -hmm. going to lash out as well against your flat-footed with a 20. They roll. They consistently roll a 3. Do you want to do the, uh, the hard 22? No. Uh, 23 on the second one. 
It sounds like basically like some chimes Did you roll a hard here. 20 on the last one? You rolled a hard one on the last one. Oh, even better. <laughs> so this guy's playing the drums. Yeah. Just, they're, they're, uh, you are literally surrounded by four rogues who are completely incapable of bringing you down. You know what's happening? Bringing us back around to buddy. Well, uh, March, if you could, if you don't mind uh, taking this man out of this room, I'd be a lot, I'd be much obliged. Well, man, oh, don't worry, I'll end him in a few seconds. He'll <laughs> <laughs> get him out of this. Room. <laughs> I Think mean, I mean, your friend here, he's kind of. And as you look, he's gone. Oh. Oh. Well. That's convenient. <laughs> uh, and I am going to take out, I'm going to kind of shuffle around, uh, take out my shield, and draw my hammer. And what were you gentlemen saying here? As I look around to all these like dinky little knives and I bring up my hammer, I'm like, well, let's see if we can start a conversation. And um, I'm actually, I'm only, I'm not actually doing anything. I'm actually just gonna move uh, over to the wall in between, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In between me and Mar uh, Marshall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, just over the wall there. So I'm not actually doing anything. But it's okay. I'm just drawing a bunch of stuff, getting over into the wall, and yeah. readying yep. yourself for more exciting ready, things in ready the future. For, for the butt kicking. Uh, so that brings us to Marshall. Well, who gets to start in melee range? Yes. Uh, as always, I sack myself up. Get, get my get, get my refresh my temp HP. Did you get hit? Because oh, you bleed. You bled yeah. a little. It's just in case. Sets yeah. it back to eight. You know, better safe than sorry. Uh, I also get persistent damage. Yes. So then. Uh, oh yeah, you do. I forgot. I give him a good old one up with my axe uh, at the boss man once again. Oh, I am man. Gonna catch that in. Natural one. You must beat this man. All right. Let's, Come let's, on, guys. Let's, let's try the other one. Yeah. That was even worse. Well, it's not worse because it was a natural one to a three. Well, it's worse because you, you paid for a yeah. it's worse. Yeah, it's worse when you paid for it. It's still potato. Yeah. You may use that next time if you'd like. Yes. So you are, yeah, this one's going you are flanking. So what did you get? Because he is flat-footed. Uh, so it was three plus 18. Oh, yeah. 21's not going to do it even with his flat-footed. Yeah, 21's not going to do jack. Uh, I could attempt to swing at him again if I remember. Yeah, you can just keep attacking. Because I got a, one more action. You do have a... You've, oh yeah, you have one action left. You have a minus five on the second swing. But, but if you, you don't roll a three, yeah, yeah. you can take a second. I'm gonna swing. use this one that uh, our little oracle gave us here. Blessed, blessed, the blessed dice. Ah! Not well, too much better, but it's okay. So it's minus five, right? Yeah. yeah so okay. Yeah. Worse. So that's a that, that that's also twenty. Yeah. Because you're swinging here as he's dodging through the doorway. Your axe no longer landing. And then I got to roll for the bleeding. Then you uh, yeah, roll to see if your bleeding ends as you take four more points of bleed damage. I don't know which one's the best one at this point. Not nope, that not that one. Not that one. I can take that back from you. <laughs> He's so. going to turn and see the uh, the group of you kind of mustering in the doorway here and pull his free hand up. Simuletudo! And as he waves it to the side, a group of this man are going to... Uh, super loud are going to flash out around him as he splits into four copies. He's kind of vying for his space, making it difficult to target. Sorry about that noise. I don't know why that one was so ridiculously loud compared to everything else. Uh, before turning back with his mace, swinging towards the beleaguered buddy. For a 36. 
and that'll hit. He just hits your flat footed. Right. You have your shield up now, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, I have my shield. Even without the shield. That's true. Yeah. That's gonna hit you for. Alright, hold on. Because uh, he has to get that too. 25 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. He just kind of crunches you with the mace. Bring us back to you, Trishik. So this is deactivated now. Yeah, it's off. Okay. It's no longer. Uh, it's completely lost all this tension and fell apart. All right. Well, I'm going to hide behind it. Okay. Sneaky beaky boy. Ooh, For nice. 38. You are hidden from everybody. Yep. And then you're critically hidden yeah. from everybody. And then <laughs> where Trusha? You're gone. <laughs> I'm going to peek out from the side of the machine, laying almost on the ground. And I'm going to release a bow shot down between everyone's legs at the guy back here. Guy in the very back? Mm-hmm. Who is guy one? Okay. That's the guy who's bleeding profusely. Yeah, no, just insult the injury. Ooh, natural. Uh, almost uh, a natural almost one. A natural and it was one. like tink. <laughs> so that's a 32. Uh 32. Wait. He's in. Yeah, 32. He's got lesser cover from all the people. He's flat-footed. 32 is not going to crit, but it's certainly going to hit him. Okay, so 11, 16, 18, and D6 bleed. What he are, he's already bleeding. So he's he, already bleeding. Yeah, so he takes 18. And then I'm no longer hidden. I'll just hide again. Okay. You just pop back down. All right, so... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I love there's no multiple action penalty yeah. hiding multiple yeah. times. So yeah. that goes from a... Um, what did I get? 38 last time? Yeah. 37. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sheen. And you're still bleeding as well. Yes. You're going to take seven points of bleed. Not... Uh, still going. All right, Rasheen. Um, seven. Rosin's going to see Buddy get a little bit eviscerated there. Um, so kind of look at him. Krasach! And the red mist on the ground will flow up into Buddy and uh, seal his wounds closed. I'm going to look at his blood coming in, this other guy's blood coming into me, and I'm like, well, that is a little <laughs> bit alarming. <laughs> I don't know about that one. 18... <laughs> 22 plus 32 is 54 health back. But I feel remarkably better, so I guess I'll accept it. <laughs> what is that, 52? 54. 54. What matters is that healing in second edition is strong. At least you have one action left. Um, and uh, she's going to quirk her fist, and the goddess image, which is was guarding the hostage, which is but now gone. It would still be there, I It would imagine, totally still be there. It'd be crouching protectively. Crouching behind the door over seemingly nothing. Over seemingly nothing. And it basically, Resme's thing disappears, and I'm like, oh, okay. Um, but uh, the uh, goddess is going to, again, flicker and appear behind this rogue here. Okay. And uh, a morning star uh, will appear that appears to be, uh, may have uh, thorny briars wrapped around it, and it's going to smash down at it. And that's going to use my strike to do that. With Ooh, a natural, natural 20. Natural 20. Bonk. Oh my gosh. Oh, just, this is just getting booly. This yep. is dude one. He's, yeah, that dude one, one and three are hurt a lot. That, that one guy and the guy, guy right inside the door are very injured. The guy on the other side of the lumber is chilling and untouched. Uh, I mean, he crits him. 
All right, so at moderate curse, I get plus two to weapon damage. This counts as my weapon strike for every single reason, including making my curse happy, which is important, because making my curse happy, if I don't do that, I get sad. So your curse is more happy, no? Yes, because if I I get minus two AC and saves, unless I make a strike every turn, and this this counts. This is a strike. (laughs) This is totally a strike. Makes the curse happy. Makes the curse happy, yes. Um, so that's going to be eight plus my charisma plus two. Uh, so that's going to be 14 doubled 28. Uh, 28 is definitely going to, uh, trounce that guy. And, uh, glad I have a thing for this now. Leave him. Uh, dead on the ground. But he finally freed from Flanktopia. Oh, it was his turn. Is a big shame. He does not get to play. Does not get turn. Resume. He was just uh, It's almost his turn. No step for you. No step. <laughs> um, uh, Resume seeing uh, that the uh, the guy has uh, come up with images uh, surrounding him. Uh, Agitatus. And uh, we'll cast Agitate on him. Okay. Um, so he has to stride. Um, or take uh, damage. Right. After a save. After a save. 26 on his will save. That will fail. Oh, that's two actions, right? Yeah. Uh, So, and then I'm going to move a little bit further that way behind Roisin. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. So, Goon Squad here. In squad two back behind the door is sad and unsure of what to do. He's also he is going to throw his dagger into the doorway <laughs> towards Marshall. For a twenty-six. That yep, that hits me. And as he flips this knife in you, you are going to take D4 is all of your guns. Seven points of piercing damage. Hey, they got through your temporary. Yep, got through my temp. You gotta take real damage now. Yep, I'll take real damage like a big boy. And <laughs> I, I, I take the knife like right into like part, like a part of one of my, like my left pack. I'm like, ah, that's cute. Now we can actually play. Then you're gonna <laughs> see that he attempts to hide behind a lumber pile, but uh, kind of in a panic of the things he's seen so far, the golden warrior lady punching people. This is not uh, a uh, true thing. Very visible, <laughs> very visible. More like a panic cover. And uh, scrabble for his belt and grab his pair of manacles too. Uh, man three. I guess go with what you know, right? I mean, I mean yeah, uh, I'm gonna be double manacle. <laughs> <laughs> man, Just gonna manacle your face. Yeah. Man three is gonna attempt to step into this square and is going to kind of trip and stumble over something <laughs> on the ground, uh, which means it is going to provoke if anyone has anything to get him going into that. Nope. Wait, would I be able to? Do you, Do you have, have attack, attack opportunity? opportunity? You might. Oh, he'd just be moving into your square, so I guess it wouldn't actually matter. But then he will push the door, uh, pull the door open, which would absolutely provoke if you have attack opportunity. I don't know if we took it or not. I don't think, did. No, I don't I think don't. we did. I don't think I did. He's going to pull the door open, so he's got a little bit of a better area. And then this is dude number three. This is dude number three, yeah. Fantastic. Uh, he is going to stab out towards Marshall because, well, but he seems well contained enough, and he's being beaten by his leader. So like, yeah, I'm gonna go focus barbarian. It looks way easier to hit because I'm not good at hitting things. Uh, for a thirty-one. 
That hits. And he's going to feel just in the back of his head, just his situation's looking. There's a lot more of them than I had expected, and, uh, you know, sometimes this is worth putting my life on right here. He's going to, as he goes to thrust, kind of falter for a moment and stop, his eyes glancing from Marshall to the door <laughs> where he could possibly make his escape. He's going to lose his last action. Buddy. Uh, I'm going to look around at the guy that is kind of panic hiding, and I'd be like, you know... Very visible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, well, yeah, but he looks like he's panicking. Um, I'm going to be like, you know, redemption can be uh, found on the walk to Phrasma if that's where he happened to be at the time. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) already learning the ways. Nice. And and I'm going to, uh, as this blood is flowing into me and the beats, uh, the the, the kind of hunkered down, yeah, I'm going to hunkered down from that hit and then readjust my armor and just bring the hammer up to the guy in the doorway. Who's uh, flanked? Who's flanked? Uh, that is um, math. Oh my gosh, this is so difficult. Nice, nice. Uh, 28. 28 is going to roll me a d4. He's got mirror images. At least I, I'm a good d4 person. One. Now, alright, well, You'll uh, smash through one of these copies, <laughs> shattering it like glass before it fades into mist in an instant. Okay. Um, like three of and them then, now. can I have actually intimidated that one guy that was hiding? Sure. Uh, it's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Okay, that's 22. Yep, he is spooked. He's already spooky. afraid. He's already trying to hide behind a lumber pile here. <laughs> Um, and then the last action, I have a shield and I can raise it. This is so exciting. This is what I want to do with my life. <laughs> Marshall. Well, as always, suck up, get my temp HP. Okay. And then um, there's still three copies of the main guy. You what? Bleed damage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I Go think ahead. two Sorry. copies in the original. Two copies yeah, in the so original. So there's three total, yeah. So three total. Got it. Um, I'm gonna take a swing at one of them. And this is like Anvil Barbarian is crazy. Can you, can you cleave mirror images? Uh, you know what? I'm cashing in my last point for that. I really don't care. So with mirror images, if you miss but don't critically fail, you still destroy it. Yeah, there's no oh, reason okay. to so, so unless you got like a literal natural one. I got no. a two. You're That's probably fine. still gonna shatter an image. Okay, yeah. so just, so what's I swing and well, then a the, D4, right? Well, well, what's the total? What's the total? Oh, uh, the total is 20. Entirely. 20? Yeah, 20 will just smash away an image. There's two left. Okay. Well. Yeah, you don't roll anything. You can't hit him, but it will clear. It definitely well, hits round him. Round two. Go for a second one. Oh. Minus five. That's minus nice. Five. Uh, 12 plus 18 is 30. So minus five. 25. That, no, that's, no, that's with that the minus five. Wow. Yeah. That's with the minus yeah. five? Yeah. You rolled, rolled an 18. 18. I rolled a 17. Yeah. Oh. Minus 5 is 12. 12 plus oh, I see, 18 I see, I see. is 30. Yeah, 30. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 30 will freaking hit him. So roll me a d6. Uh, 4, 5, 6 is him. 1, 2, 3 is the last damage. Six. Okay, 6. All right, you bap him. We have hit the correct man. Bonk. Ha ha! That's going to be 7 plus 16. That's 23, if my math is correct. Yep, that sounds right to me. This dude's getting whapped. Also, uh... I have an ability, I think it's called uh, no escape, so if he tries to move away from me at all, I'm going to come yeah. right after him. So as a, re- as a reaction, yeah, as a re- move away, okay. you can go after him. Uh, so yeah, I, uh, I take a good whack at him, cross chest, I'm like, found ya! Duh! 
And it's still bleeding. You take four more points of bleed damage, but That's we're asserting dominance is what And then I roll here. for... Yeah. Roll save damage, yep. Uh, 12. Nope, I'm and still bleeding. he is very much, bodied in this doorway wait, how much here. Uh, how much is it? Four? Four. Four, okay. He is going to step kind of around his ally here through this now open doorway alongside Marshall. And then he is going to bring the mace around, bring it down towards you for a uh, 26 versus your perception DC. Perception DC. My so, perception DC? So yeah. it's that plus 10. Okay, so 24. So okay. So, uh, and then as he does, he kind of falters the attack, spinning it back around and coming in at an exposed side. So this last, this hit is going to be versus your flat-footed, which is two lower than your regular AC. Question, though. Answer. Is the place we're in surrounded by stone? Uh, it's... It's a stone it's a, building. It's a wood building. Oh, but then, uh, because of my dwarven thing, I'm not flat-footed. Stone mason. But, yeah, but it's a... You can't be flat-footed from flanking, but he's fainting you. Oh, okay. Which, oh, okay. Uh, Never mind, my bet. That mistake. would apply, but he is he is fainting you here. Okay, so... So he does hit me. Uh, well, he has, to, he has to roll now. This is just you are flat-footed again. The first, that was a feint. Okay. It makes you flat-footed. Okay. Then he rolls to hit you with a 28, and that's your AC minus two. Okay. Which I'm sure hits you regularly. Yeah, it does. Did he and then he does over the guy? Because no, he, he would, he would, he would, he would, he would also feel... He's the, this is the first no. time. This is the first time he's felt it, where it's like, eh, these guys are actually tougher than we may have thought. Well, that is fair. He is also by far more dedicated than his peers here. So he's going to continue through with the attack, which is going to give you some damage reduction from Buddy. A lot of math is about to happen. Okay. A lot of math. So, you got what, four temp HP? Oh, me, yeah. Yeah. He's going to hit you. Or 21 points of bludgeoning damage. Oof. Okay, so minus, it's minus 15 total. So we're going to take six. Okay. So you have four temp HP, so you're going to lose two, right. <laughs> two real damage. <laughs> he two you. damage! Oh, and, because he, and because he moved, I, I get to follow him, right? Well, he, he, uh, he didn't move he away. Didn't he didn't move away. away from you. Yeah. He just went around you. Oh, okay. Um, so he's still next to you. He's still in weapon range. Gotcha. Then, just making sure. And then as he brings down this uh, thing, and he fights through this kind of like, well, I'm dedicated to my cause, he's actually going to feel kind of like a migrainey pain going through and he's gonna get a divine smite and he's gonna just uh, it's really only uh one persistent damage but it's one persistent damage he <laughs> takes one persistent damage it's mental it, it's a headache you gave him a headache get, uh, and it doesn't exactly end it. so he is still taking it that's exactly it it's good a, it's a damage minor, is minor it good damage headache. or lawful damage uh good all right you're not lawful all damage is good yeah i don't think uh, yeah, yeah you're neutral all right a wonderful target has just presented himself. And he's still in. Pulling my dagger out from a concealed sheath, I'm going to sprint out, coming right for his throat. Blizzard rush. Just skittering. Yeah, just skittering. <laughs> and I'm going to re-roll that too. <laughs> Many re-rolls. Today, the dice are all over the place. <laughs> Yeah, they really are. Which is how they're supposed to hey. be. Hey! All right, so that's a 37. Ooh, he does He's... not have deny advantage. So he is flat-footed, so a 37 is going to critically hit him. Ooh. As much as I don't want to say anything, 
he still has one mirror image. He does. I mean, that negates the you... crit and turns it into a strike. Oh right, 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 yeah. right. I forgot that's how that works. I thought you rolled oh. for it still. I did forget. And so it, that it does uh, break it, the last it, image. Critical though. hit is going to slash through the last image before striking into the man himself. So you get rid of the image and you hit him. But as an added bonus, when dealing sneak attack damage and you have a murderer's knot attached to a weapon that you're using to deal that sneak attack damage. This is way more words than it needs to be. You inflict your sneak attack as bleed. Okay. On top of what what I'm doing normally. So he is super bleeding now. Yeah. I need D4s for this. He's enfeebled and bleeding. Such is life. Bad time. <laughs> and he has a minus 10 to his move speed. And he has a minus 10 to his move speed. Okay. But if he doesn't move, so he's taking damage. Four, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Uh, 11 points of damage? Yeah. Or wait, no, sorry. My sneak attack is D6s. Let me read. Yeah, I was these. like, that seems incredibly low for even just sneak attack. Four, <laughs> seven, nine, because both my sneak attack dice were ones. It was better with the D4s. But he now has D6, or two D6 bleed. On top of the good. Top of that one good. And you have an action left. Pull, move, stab. Oh, all right, all right. I thought you had the dagger in here for some reason. Uh, no, I, had, I had bow, but right. daggers are one-hand thing, so. You're not guessing away. Um, and Roshin's going to move around to the other side to form a wall next to uh, Truchik to lock this guy in. Um, Truchik. 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 Truchik's funny, and I like it. I like it, though. Yeah, we're going with it. You are the Truchik. He's tricky. And the Guardian is going to flicker and reappear, flanking the big guy right behind him. Is going to, and Roshin is going to bring this, again, two-handing this bastard sword down on him. Can't roll very well, though. Do better. Do better. Do better. The jail I can't opens. throw all my dice in there. I have to roll something. To keep something yeah. All right, here. Let's. Maybe you've learned. <laughs> On good behavior. On Us good pulling behavior. Dingus out of rat jail. Yeah, maybe you've learned. Yeah. He has not. Not at all. He has, he has not. not learned. <laughs> um, and then bring the sword up for a second swipe. Hey, he learned. He learned good. So that's that. See, that's a that's a twenty-nine versus flatfoot. Beautiful. So that's 10, 13 plus 6 is 19 damage, and he has another d6 bleed on him, but I think True Sheiks is better. This is higher, so just over yeah. Yeah. Cheers, yeah. That's with a solid blow there. The leader here is starting to kind of stumble a bit. And as he's taking these hits, getting kind of surrounded. Uh, this may still in one hand, his other hand free. He kind of puts up. Oh, now wait! This job offer is still very much viable and doesn't have to entirely be tangent to slavery. The Scarlet Triad has many offers, many roles that need filling. Don't you, <laughs> don't you worry. You will not die here today. I will ensure this. Resume. Aw, what I was just getting started. Um, I'm gonna... You can kill the little ones. Okay. I'm gonna <laughs> move up uh, behind Trushek. Okay. Big Red is hungry. Directly and, uh, behind? and yell out, the bastion of Iomade cannot be contained. Freedom of movement on, buddy. Thank you. Manacles <laughs> 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 just kind of inexplicably fall off. Yeah. <laughs> and the other guy going for manacles goes, huh? 
Alrighty. Well, guy two, who's around the corner here trying to hide, and he has his manacles. His manacles just fall off of Buddy. The guy clearly forgot to latch them. Like, yeah. <laughs> and he just calls back, Link us! What do we do? Uh, before jumping up from his cover, is stabbed towards Buford with a 20. <laughs> oh, what those critical failures do. I've got my shield now, and that, I'm... That d20, I think, actually deleted itself from reality. So. It was so as embarrassing. It, as it should be. And he's going to swing again. The other guy is... Uh... This man has given up. His morale is broken. Yes! I was waiting for that moment. He's behind Marshall. He's not sure exactly what to do here is you have kind of closed the Bodied. Lines. Wait, is this the one that's already scared or is this a different one? Uh, one I think they're all scared at this just, point. Who just swung. Uh, but this guy is oh. just going to strike out towards Marshall with a 29. That hits. Followed by a 29. I, I, yep. Followed by a 25. Right on the money. It's actually gonna get you three times. Yep. Uh, this is this is gonna suck. <laughs> I mean, on this series of three blows, you are gonna take ten and then seven. And the first one, I oh. uh, the the first one, it's uh, it uh. You oh no! I already would have done. I would have. Yeah, I would have used. Yeah, the have to come back down. Right, 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 right. Ten and then seven. So seventeen. And then six. So, so that's he doesn't really have positioning. He's kind of just like thrusting a rapier at you repeatedly. So yeah, a total of 23. All right. He's giving you flu shots. You <laughs> say the F word right now. Ow. Derp. What? Buddy. He said flu shot. I'm not traumatized. They just don't need you hitting my shot psych with oh, your no. hand. I'm at 102 health. Oh, Weird. no. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> Marshall doesn't like very bad. Uh, I'm going to look at the one. I just laugh at him. <laughs> that just stabbed that just stabbed at Marshall. I'm going to be like, oh, uh, you know, Big Red's looking for some blood. And um, <laughs> I'm going to try, try and intimidate him, <laughs> try and get him to back off a bit. He's already intimidated, right? Uh, no. No, He's not. Okay. dudes at the end of their turn. Okay, well, that still ends up being an 18. It's not very good. Oh, your 18's not gonna. Okay. Like, he's, um, he's, he's not paying attention to you right now. He's trying to get out of the room. Uh, and then I'm going to. Uh, hmm, I don't actually. Well, yeah, that's fine. Uh, I'm gonna step up to Marsh. Uh, right I believe in front of my guardian is there. there. Yeah, oh, it's oh, occupied okay. by a golden incarnation. Oh, it's just, it was just behind the thing in here. Okay, that's fine. I'll say here is fine. Give me the second Rishi um, <laughs> and then I'm... Um, Just spray it gold. <laughs> I could do that, actually. Uh, and then I'm going to try and shove him away. That's I'm going to be like, you better watch it. Shove and him back Shove up. him out of, but out of harm's Right. Way, There's a bunch really. of barrels and crates behind him. So well, he can trip over it. He'll okay, be fine. Fair enough. <laughs> or not, you know. Or not, fine. you know. If he trips over and backwards, that's fine. That's a 17 on the them. die, which is plus 19, so oh, a is. lot. God's other planet. As you uh, just launch him across the boxes and barrels back into the corner of the room. You need a slide whistle. Uh, and then I'm going to uh, shield up again. Alrighty. Marshall! Alright. As always. And then I'm gonna take a whack at the boss one more time. He's there and he needs a good whacking. There's no more... Pro yeah, that's right. You popped the last coffee, didn't yep, you? Yep, they are yep. gone. 
Uh, eight plus eighteen. That's twenty-four. I don't think that's gonna hit him. Twenty-four is not no. Yeah. No. All right. Second swing. Be really mad if I don't hit him again. I'm gonna cash Aww. my last chip in. I. I... <laughs> That's slightly better. What is that? An eight? That's nine. 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 Woo! So nine plus eighteen. That's twenty-seven. Minus five. Minus five. Minus five. Oh wait. So twenty-two. Yeah, 20, that's not gonna. That's gonna miss as well. It's okay. Uh, it's just wildly swinging. This dude is in full defense right now. He's pretty hurt. He's bloodied. He is dodging like his best. <clears throat> well, I guess that now I have to take my bleed damage, don't I? Well, you got one more action. Oh, you used the thing again? I, I used the refresh. Okay. Yeah. Then uh, you were going to take. Three points of bleed damage. Only three. Okay. It'll end someday. Nope. Not, not today, today, though. <laughs> so, uh, seeing that nobody really seems to be jumping to his offer here, he's going to repeat. Uh, I'm afraid my road doesn't end here. Best of luck, men. I need it elsewhere. Virus needs me. Inquisibilitas. And casts a spell. And as he does, uh, I'm going to respond to that. Yeah, I think zero people here have attack of opportunity. Uh, oh, wait, that's a spell. It's not. Well, you have recognize. Yeah, yeah I recognize. recognize. What is that? Because uh, I can't is... do anything unless he's running. I'm pretty yeah. sure if it's if it's the thing that you literally have, you just know it automatically, right? If it's a common spell. Yeah. Uh, well, it's invisibility, seeing as he then immediately disappears. There is a problem with turning invisible while actively bleeding. He's very much bleeding. And he is, uh, without taking an action to hide, yeah, he's not, you don't need to make a check. You can yeah. see where he is. He's just hidden. He is going to... Did he stride? He's doing that right now. Calm down. He is with a 30 against Marshall's Reflex DC. As that looks like it's probably the easiest to him. Reflex? Yeah. Uh, mine is a 16. Plus so 26. 26, 26 yeah. Uh, actually, not as easy as he thought. Uh, but you're going to see the blood skirt across the floor. He's a minus 10 movement speed. Yes. And so you would, uh, this is actually a cool thing that I can do with the, with the <laughs> power of, of blood. Yeah, with the power of Arkenforge, I have a pretty interesting way that I can do this very easily. You're going to see a trail oh, that's cool. of blood leading out to this square. And then he takes. And then he bleeds. Yeah. Also, um, wasn't it two actions that he has to use, or was it multiple turns? It's multiple just multiple turns. turns. Okay. He takes six bleed. Damn. And it does not end. I hope so not. I spent a consumable on that. Trishik. Is this a door? That is uh, the door that you came in over here, yes. This here? Yeah. That's the door that you guys would have come in. Did it have a lock on it? Mm, it wasn't locked. It probably has one. But, uh... Gonna walk over. It's not like a latch you can just turn. No. It's just a keyhole on yeah. both sides. It's a super simple lock. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go over to the door and lock it. You have... Gonna, I have thief tools. There's two actions to do a thievery thingy. So you have to yeah. move. Are there Pull any thieves on a bandolier? Yeah. Oh, it's well, just a couple enough. of picks. Yeah. Thievey things. All right, maybe thievery check. Why do we keep locking this man's door with lock picks? 
Why does it keep happening? Mm. All right, <laughs> so 32. Yeah, it's locked. <laughs> Rashid. Um, uh, I have multiple sets of many things. <laughs> I'm the prepared rogue. Just take him off the board for now. Um, you'll not be getting away so easily. And she's going to stride over to where the, you know, conveniently where the blood Very is. obvious running oh. blood. Yeah. Trap blade. Um, and she's just going to bring the her sword up and again, uh, and it's going to glow vibrantly red and she's going to bring it down, slamming onto the floor where she's fairly certain he is. All right, give me a concealment check first. 50 50. 12. All right, pass concealment. Natural 20. Oh, baby, going to fold. So uh, that was weapon surge. Oh, baby. So, That's what we're looking for. <laughs> and an extra D12. So, let's see, that's 12, let's see, that's 15, that's 19, 19 plus 6, 25, double 50 damage. Wow. Yeah, you would definitely connect, and as you connect, a lot more blood would appear on the floor. Followed by smears pretty evidently indicating that a body has landed from there. <laughs> You would feel the thump. Nearly no later <laughs> resistance. Yeah, before the this man's leather armor and his mace slam and clatter across the ground, with just a final grunt <gasps> as he falls over. Lady Milani, one more for your tally. Harold's table. Ah, thank you for the raid. Job, so many cool raids. Raids here. Raid. So resume. So I am gonna try and stop him from dying. Okay. Well, for what it matters. I mean, there's still there are still people here. Yeah. Uh, resume. Um, <clears throat> Resme will, um, look into the room, um, at his, uh, minions, as it were, and say, your leader is on the ground bleeding, and nothing you do can hold us or harm us. Would you like to put down your weapons now? I feel intimidating. No, it's diplomacy. I'm just asking them to put their weapons down. Make me an intimidation. <laughs> <laughs> But it's battle diplomacy. <laughs> it's like elven diplomacy. <laughs> it's much like elven diplomacy. That's still a so many 24. Twenty four is actually gonna succeed. They are not particularly strong willed. And the the group of them collectively so far having completely failed to bring down literally the one man who came in the room. <laughs> to come rescue the hostage? Because Hubert <laughs> appears to be completely and totally invulnerable. <laughs> you know what? Rapiers and full plate don't go well together. Yeah, this doesn't seem to be going their way. Now, they might be mooks. They might just be goons here. But they are standing around the dead body of one of their own and almost certainly their leader. The one visible near Buddy is immediately going to stop Drop his rapier to the ground and kneel and put his hands up. And buddy, you see the one who just got thrown over the crates and barrels in the back. Though he is, he's pretty hurt. He doesn't move at all. This guy next to you is actually completely untouched, but he also does not want to die horribly here. Buddy, what do you say we use those manacles for good? That doesn't sound like a bad idea to me. Before we do. Which one of you two threw it a knife at me? Ah, uh, don't worry about guy. it. Nah, it, yep. We hear them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a dead one? Yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> we have an unconscious boss to save. He's bleeding out. And, uh, and I'm going to... Uh, I'd say he's quite done bleeding out at this stage. At least I attempt suppose. to I'm put the dead one's left hand. A, uh, a minor elixir of life down his throat. Just pour it in the area. You gotta kind of like <laughs> feel around the invisible body here, trying to uh, find where his head and where his mouth would be. As you uh, feel around up to his, uh, his neck and his face, you don't feel any kind of a pulse or anything. This man had like nine health and he got obliterated for 50 something. He is very dead. He is um, Omega dead. He is no longer alive. What a shame. We'll just have to interrogate the other two. And um, I'm going to uh, pull out a special pair of manacles with a symbol on it that it, I guess a religion check would recognize, but no one knows off the top of their head. Yeah. And uh, I will hand that over to whoever wants to put it on one of them. Uh, I I know what they are. Yeah. That is like it's the best uh, die right now. <laughs> <laughs> Norgorber. Uh... You carry a dark artifact, my friend. It's a useful tool. Uh, Good useful, for information. Useful tools are often the tools of tyrants. Be careful with that thing. It's good for these tyrants. It will get us what we want to know. Um, Fair enough. After I'm done manacling one of the guys, um, I'm going to dismiss invisibility from uh, our dwarf friend on the floor and... Uh, I'm going to just uh, kind of appear, still clearly unconscious. I'm going to touch my hand to him and use vital healing on him. Okay, I have no idea Vi what that is. So vital uh, beacon, but, uh, he'll get. Uh, I think he has to touch you. I don't know if you can use it on an unconscious person. Yeah, they have to intentionally. Oh, him. okay. Just trip and fall on. But him. As, oh, he touched me. As he reappears, as these two uh, assassins, these rogues in the back have what surrendered. Potion with their leader and the other one dead. Okay, got him. And the, uh, the battle certainly having ended here for now, Craig Coldbrand having been saved with uh, no small effort from these large full plate lads of the party here. That's a pretty solid stopping point for a first chapter three session here. Oh, yeah. I think we're doing good. We, we got, a, got a nice meaty combat in there. Got a whole bunch of... Uh, I, just realized, uh, <laughs> I just realized I took a the lot, time, man. and I'm like, you whoa. You gotta beat up. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that, yeah that we, uh, really we should yeah. probably stop doing the we streaming should. thing, seeing as it's like 6.30. Yeah, so, the advantage of not having a show on after us is we get to... We can go over if we're in the middle of something. That's cool. So, Harold's table with all your raiders... Sorry, I mean, kind of the, the tail end of the show here, but definitely appreciate your support. Most certainly.